It's a good thing to praise y'all in the morning. Good thing. Welcome to the prayer line. Hallelujah. We praise y'all. I'm the so called the the host of the for the show. We praise y'all. Let's go on the prayer line. Get the songs of the day on the prayer line. The Hebrew word of the day on the prayer line. If you get the deep talk on the prayer line, this is how we do it on the prayer line. The prayer line. If you get four reminded on the prayer line. If you get the health watch on the prayer line. If you get five corner on the prayer line. with rich oil. Mine eye also have gazed on them that lie in wait for me, 
My ears have heard my desire of the evildoers that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of Jehovah, they shall flourish in the courts of our power. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and richness to declare Jehovah is upright, my rock, in whom there is no unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us, you created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand, because you are is the reason that I am. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us, you created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand. That because you are is the reason that I am. So the Rabbi Yehoah Elohim either for life continued on this set apart Shabbat day. Thanking you for food, clothing, and shelter, good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, sound mind and body. We thank you, O great King and merciful Father, for getting us through yet another week of tests, choices, decisions, snares, deceit, lies, chaos, and mayhem. All in the midst of the lands that we have been scattered on four corners of the earth as corruption and is that is at an all time high. Thanking you, O great king, for allowing us to stay focused on that which is important and that is being obedient to your instructions, for your instructions are the pathway to our safety, for securing our next move, O great king, even in this modern day wilderness that we're traveling through as you are our righteous navigation system. Told out for allowing us to fall underneath thy pinion, even thy wings, O great king, of protection, that there are not weapons that are formed that can prosper against us, your children, in the midst of this bilateral contract where we do that, which you have instructed us to do, and you provide everything that we need for our prosperity. Told out above for the elders in our midst that have played their portion at even leading us to the point that we are now and even thanking you in advance for the opportunity to serve you even as we pass the baton of righteousness to the next generation and years to come for them to continue even in this steadfast journey to that land that you promised our ancient foreparents, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, flowing with milk and honey, that we may be able to fulfill prophecy and even enjoy that which you intended for us from the very beginning. Even Thank you, O great King, for all things great and small, even on this holy Shabbat day. Blessed art thou, O Yah, our power, and blessed be the works of thy hands. And the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, Yah finished his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day and hallowed it. Because that entity rested from all his work, which Yah in creating had made. O thou who art most holy, look upon thy people in mercy. Hear thou us, O power of Abraham. Nurture us, O power of Yitzchak. Save us, we implore thee, O power of Israel. Let us not out, O Yah, though our sins be many. Cast our evil doings into the bottomless pit to remain forevermore. Our hope is in thee, O Yah, and without thy mercy we have naught. Father of wisdom, thou dispenser of knowledge, cause our hearts to discern and our minds to retain thy law. Bless Israel to know thee as we did in the days of yore, that the sign of the Shabbat shine brightly from this thy house 
and from us, thy people, Israel. Let our voices mingle with the hosts of heaven as we joyfully proclaim, Blessed be the name of our power, and blessed be his holy day. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo Malkutole Olam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. This is the day which Yah has made, and we will be glad and rejoice thereon. Unto thee do I lift up mine eyes. O thou that art enthroned in the heavens, ascribe unto Yahuwah the glory due unto his name. Worship Yehovah in the beauty of holiness. And thee, O Yah, do I take refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Thou hast given us joy in the place of sorrow. Thy truth is like a heady wine. Shout for joy, O ye children of Israel. Proclaim the name of our King, to whom the sun does shine and the wind sing. Yehovah is our sun and shield. Who then can master us? To thee, power of our fathers, do we give honor and glory. For who is Yah beside thee? Be thou our judge, O Yah, against the ungodly nations. Save us, O our King, we beseech thee. Then shall we come clapping, singing, jumping, shouting, praising, crying, and extolling thy holy name. For with thee is the fountain of light, and thy light do we see light. Thy loving kindness, Yah, is in the heavens. Thy faithfulness reacheth unto the skies. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore in peace. For Yehovah love of justice and forsake of not his holy ones. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo Ma'akutole Olam Ma'ed. Hallelujah. Where is the power of Abraham? For this call our father from Chaldea. Art thou not he, O power of Yisrael? Where is the power of Yitzchak, who did bless him with the righteous Rebqua? Thou art one and the same. Who knows him who changed Yaakov's name? Thou, O Yah, would e'er remain. Though Yosef sojourned in Egypt, yet did all men show him favor. Thy hand, O Yah, was with him. Thou didst help Moshe and Yisrael against Paro, who stood up the mighty Red Sea. Men are dropped from heaven to sustain thy people in the wilderness. They fashion the calf to bow down to, yet to Yisrael didst thou show mercy. We give thanks unto thee, O Yah. We will tell of thy wondrous works. And Yehuda is Yah known. His name is great in Yisrael. His foundation is in the holy mountains. We will sing of the mercies of Yehoah forever. Until all generations we will make them to be known. Stay thou, stay thou O Yah, in the midst of us. Cause righteousness once more to be sown. So shall the heavens praise thy wonders, Yah, thy faithfulness in the holy assembly. Let Yisrael awaken the day with their praises. Glory to Yah, now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo, Maokutole Olam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. O Yah, thou art my power. Earnestly will I seek thee. Hear my voice, merciful Father. Preserve me from my enemies. Send out thine angels to protect me. O thou that hearest prayer with thy mighty hand, Yah, subdue all those, all those that hate us. Remember us in mercy, Yah, and pardon all our transgressions. Except our power doth bless us, how can we hope to prosper? Unless our Creator protect us, we as if we had not been. Stay thy hand, O death. For he doth forgive our iniquities. 
so will I sing praises to his name that I may perform my vows. The dead praise not Yah, neither any that go down into silence. Let us extol our power while we have life. Sing praises to our power while we have any being. Together we will lift up our voices and gratefully sing. But hold not thy voice from extolling our maker. Let young and old praise him together. Let the tribes come there and testify, even the tribes of Israel, the mighty of Jehovah. Say among the nations, Jehovah reigneth. Thy power, Israel, over all the world. For Jehovah will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, now, O Yah, and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo, Ma'akutole, Olam, Ma'ed. Hallelujah. Thanking our great King once again for all that he does for us on a daily, even a regular basis. Even considering Yah as being of complete faith is our idea chance to even be a difference in someone's life, even to be a lightning to the nations. Hallelujah.
Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Kol Yisrael. Welcome back to the prayer line. Welcome to a new day that's never happened before. Thanking the Creator for this beautiful season that we're in, a time and a place for everything, isn't it? Well, it's the time to give glory. The place is on the prayer line, and the way we're going to do it is using our psalms. So we're going to jump right into our psalm service this morning. Thanking the Creator for sparing life and waking you up again today, saving and making sure everything is secure last night while you slept or didn't sleep or whatever you did, you're here. It's a beautiful thing. Not to be taken for granted. And also, we're going to acknowledge this moment using the Psalms. Hope you all raise your hand, star five star. I'm actually trying to find one of my favorite books, and I'm having a hard time doing it. I have several um, Tanakhs that I read out of, and some of them are really, really used. The pages are falling out of them. Then I have one that I take when I go on vacation. It's the pretty one, you know. <laughs> it looks like it's barely used. I have to do it that way. All right. I've been speaking from Psalms 139 all morning, so I'm just go ahead and read that psalm since it's been on my heart. I believe it chose me based upon the topic that I was discussing with the sisters this morning. A uh, little fun fact for us, uh, just in case we didn't know, uh, Yisrael, black women are some of the most or probably the most unique creature on this planet. We have something called the Eve gene, and the Eve gene is responsible for every nationality on the planet. So look it up. I wrote something about it on my Facebook page this morning, just a little post, not much. Um, But just to keep you considering and thinking about how beautiful and unique and awesome and amazing you are. And this is what the creator has done for you. But look up the mitochondrial DNA and see what you find. You'll be amazed. Such is the case with Psalms 139. It pretty much describes my mitochondrial DNA. Anyway, I hope and pray everybody is well and that you will join me in this psalm service by raising your hand, star five, star. Let's go ahead and get it started. Psalms 139 reads on this one. O Jehovah, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou measurest my going about and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Yah, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast hemmed me in behind and before and laid thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too high I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in the netherworld, behold, thou art there. 
If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there will thy hand lead me, and thy right hand would hold me. And if I say, surely the darkness shall envelop me, and the light about me shall be night, even the darkness is not too dark for thee. But the night shineth as the day, the darkness is the even at light. For thou hast made my reins, thou hast knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are thy works, and my soul knoweth right well. My frame was not hidden from thee, and I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see mine unformed substance, and in thy book were they all written, even the days that were fashioned. When as yet there was none of them, how weighty also are thy thoughts unto me, O Most High! How great is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more in number than the sand. Were I to come to the end of them, I would still be with thee. If thou but wouldest slay the wicked, O Elohim, depart from me, therefore, ye men of blood, who utter thy name with wicked thoughts. They take it for falsehood, even thine enemies. Do not I hate them, O Yah, that hate thee, and do not I strive with those that rise up against thee. I hate them with the utmost hatred. I count them mine enemies. Search me, O Elohim, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any way in me that is grievous, and lead me in the way everlasting. Hallelujah. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned and awed by those words still to this day, even though I know that the Creator has fashioned us and made us in such a most curious way. It's it's even fascinating. I was going back uh, in conversation with uh, my bonus daughter yesterday, and we were talking about um, uh, conception and how it changes your whole body and changes everything inside of you. And just to know that we are capable of carrying life inside of us is already amazing, but even more amazing and how he made each and every one of us as Israelite women responsible for all of the other nationalities. That was just awe-struck to me. I felt like, wow, you know, he uses us in more ways than we could even think. You are valuable. You are worthy. You are magnificent. You are just this this being of, of splendor. And just to think that the creator made you that way. And just like he said to Israel, I didn't make Israel like any other nation. So you are special. I don't mean short but special. Sometimes we can act like we're short but special. But we are a special, unique group of people that the Most High put some, some extra into. So you just know that he wants that extra from you. Because why? To one much is given, much is required. All praises to the Most High for this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Shabbat day. Yeah, it's crispy cold. It's supposed to be. It's the middle of January. All right. Let's see if we have 
a line up here. Anybody want to join me in this psalm service? All right, we're going to start with our code, Kaizaba. Shabbat Shalom. It's like our code, Nawaya, and then Sister Kaizaba. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Give an honor and praises to the Creator for another day. For a whole year that has passed and we're still here, asking to continue God's shield protect us as we go to and flow. I would like to read Psalms 80, 80. Hallelujah. <coughs> Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubim shines for us, before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh serve thy strength, and come and save us. Turn us again, O Elohim, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. O Yah, Elohim of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry against thy prayer of, the, of thy people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them tears to drink in great measure. Thou makest us a strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, O Elohim of hosts, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Thou hast <coughs> brought a vine out of out of its triumph. Thou hast cast out the the, the 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 heathen and planted it. Thou preparest room before it, and this caused it to take deep root, and it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the bows thereof were like the goodly cedars. She sent out her bows unto the sea and her branches unto the river. Why hast thou been broken down her hedges so that all they, all they which pass by the way do pluck her? The boy of, the boy out of the wood doth waste it, and the wild beast of the field doth devour it. Return, we beseech you, Elohim of hosts, Look down from heaven and behold and visit this vine and the vineyard which by which thy right hand hath planted and the branch that thou madest among strong for thyself. It is burned and with fire. It is cut down. They perish all the rebuke of thy countenance. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the son of man whom thou madest strong. For thyself. So will not we go back from thee? Quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Yah Elohim of hosts. Cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Hallelujah. Just once again, thank you the most high for all things and everything, and all of us and families who are near and family who are far away, scattered to the four corners of earth. We pray that everyone have a beautiful Shabbat day and a beautiful week to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I, I pray that that psalm is the prayer that we pray for today. I pray that we pray that for all of Israel. Wow. Powerful words. Toda for the reading. And I pray that the Creator will continue to bless this Shabbat day for each and every one of us. For those that are silent listeners, consider being a reader today. For those that might have um, um, nothing to say, Say hallelujah. That's the highest praise ever. And, and and say a blessing over your people. 
We need it. We need it. The unsolicited blessings as well. Told our Rabbi. Wow. Told our my sister, we're going to continue on in this psalm service. Yes, you all know. I call Kaizaba is next. I almost call her first. But you know what? There's no order here. No no one, two, three. They all, we're all important. As you can see, we're so beautifully made. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Well, I got up this morning. The reason I'm picking Psalms 93, and I told our Abba for leading me to this psalm. But I got up this morning, I was talking to my husband, and I said, I was just calling off all the things that I'm grateful for in our lives. And it was so many that he finally rolled over and looked at me and said, uh, babe, do you think we could finish this up when I wake up? I said, oh, sure. And it was perfect timing because then it was time for Shabbat service. But I just feel this presence of the Most High, and I just want him to know how much I am humbled and grateful and appreciative of his love, his warmth, his consideration, his blessing, his time, his energy, and all that he gives, not only to me and my family, but to the whole world. Psalms 93, hallelujah. Abba Rain reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. Abba is clothed with strength wherewith he has geared himself. The world also established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Abba. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. Abba on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yeah, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Abba, forever. Hallelujah. Have a blessed Shabbat. Hallelujah. I told I for the psalm choice, and you have a blessed Shabbat as well. I just love how the psalmist knew how to speak to Abba. Yeah, I love how you call him Abba too. Um, especially when I don't have an Abba. You know, my Abba always, always will be available. Look, and I'll share him with you. I'll share him with everybody on the line. <laughs> yes, it's, it's beautiful that the creator, he, he touches each and every one of us wherever we are. So, yeah, you can share them. I'll share them with him, with you. That's my Abba, too. He's yeah. your Abba. He's the Abba of the universe. So all praises to Abba. Hallelujah. I told out for the reading. Hallelujah. Love you, sir. Love you, too. Wow, you guys, listen to this. Abba is available for everybody. He's clothed in his majesty. Look, ready to do it. All right, you silent listeners, where are you? Raise your hand, star five star. I know you want to read the psalm service. You don't want it to be over right now, do you? It's all good. Shabbat shalom, Miriam. I know who it is. I see your name. Hmm? I see who it is. I see your name. Shabbat shalom, Bokwitov. Oh, Shabbat shalom. We got Bokwitov. Hallelujah. Hey, it's the Shabbat day. All over the world, wherever the day is that we are having day, it is the Shabbat day. And giving all praise and honor and glory to the Most High Power for all his beneficence towards the children of Yisrael 
and you know all mankind because it it everything is what makes the world go round and everybody in it. So you know, giving all praise and honor and glory to the Most High for all of His doings, for His creation, for His creators. You know, creation because we are the creation. He is the creator, and whatever He has made, He has made for His benefit. He has made for His glory, and we are to glorify Him and His high and most majestic name. So here I am today, in uh, on this island, Trinidad and Tobago. And um, beautiful, when I tell you gorgeous, uh, the Most High's work is um, <clears throat> it's unsearchable. And I thank him for a, just an inkling, a little bit of uh, what he's allowed me to see with my own eyes. But with our imaginations, we can see so much more. You know, so I pray the Creator will bless each and every one of us to uh, see more of his of His wonderful earth you know what and you will also see more of his people because he scattered us to four corners and when i tell you what happened to one happened to the other so you don't have to feel special in that sense when i was my special because our people are the same we have the same issues in our tissues we have the same uh, moves we have the same grooves we are the most highest people so we, we won't have any problems figuring out who, who is who. Very, very, we are very distinct, trust me. Hallelujah. But this, this morning, giving long great praises to the Creator and thanking Him for this line being open because we're going to be leaving soon. But I just could not um, resist coming forward to praise Him with you all because, you know, you're, you're my spiritual family, you're my physical family, most of, some, well, most of you. And um, I just can't hold back. Hallelujah. Uh, what psalm am I reading? That's a good question. <clears throat> you know what? I think it was more that I just wanted to talk to you than do anything else. But I am going to read a psalm because, you know, the magnificence of the Most High. Sometimes you can't capture it in your own words. So you take your words and you put them together with the words of the ancients. And, uh, whew, yeah, you're, you're doing great things here. So, hallelujah. Wow. Here, we're going to read the 147th Psalm, which is just where I am today, because we read this uh, at a session that we did the other night. Ah, hallelujah. Praise ye, Yehoah, for it is good to sing praises unto our power, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. Yehoah doth build up Jerusalem; He gathereth together the outcasts of Yisrael. He healeth the broken in heart and binded up their wounds. He counted the number of the stars. He called them all by their names. Great is our Yehoah and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Yehoah upholdeth the meek. He bringeth the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto Yehoah with thanksgiving. Sing praises upon the harp unto our power, who covereth the heavens with clouds, who prepareth rain for the earth, who maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. He giveth to the beast his food and to the young ravens which cry. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh no pleasure in the legs of a man. Yehoah taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his loving kindness. Praise Yehoah, O Yerushalayim. Praise thy power, O Zion. For he hath strengthened the bars of thy gates. He hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders. He filleth thee with the finest of the wheat. 
He sendeth out his commandment upon earth. His word runneth very swiftly. Hmm. He giveth snow like wool. He scattereth the horse like ashes. He casteth forth his ice like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? Didn't Kokavi say it's cold? <laughs> but it's not cold here, told I. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to rub it in. It's beautiful, warm, nice. He sendeth out his word and melted them. He causeth his wind to blow, and the waters flow. He showeth his word. This is so important. He showeth his word unto Yaakob, his statutes and his ordinances unto Israel. That's what's going on now. We are learning. We are relearning. We're going back and we're reestablishing our core. We're reestablishing who we are. We're reestablishing who Yah is before the nations. Hallelujah. He has not dealt so with any nation. You hear that? He's doing this for us. <laughs> and as for his ordinances, they have not known them. Praise ye, Yahweh. Hallelujah. So though these laws and statutes and commandments have been around for generations, for thousands of years, huh, the other nations, they really haven't known them because they didn't pay no attention to them. They made it to fit what they wanted to be. They've created... Took, taking our laws and, and twisted them and turned them, added to them, taken away from them. But the most I said, you, Israel, I showed you my word. I showed you every single word that was in there. I even commanded you to do them. So now you're right back on track. You're going to not only are you going to be shown them, you're going to be commanded to do them. Hallelujah. Todayah. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Love you guys. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Ooh, great psalm. My one of my favorites. You know, I know for a fact that wherever we are, whatever weather we're uh, experiencing, that the Creator is in charge of it. You know, we may think that the man has the heart machine or he has the button that he wants to push, or he has all these ways of manipulating things. But it reminds me of the Egyptians when Moshe said, you know, here's my staff, and he threw it down, and it turned into a snake, and they thought, oh, that's easy. We can do that, and they threw their snakes down, their staffs down, and turned into snakes as well. You know, just because you can do it doesn't mean that you can stop it. Just means you could, Just because you can stop it doesn't mean you can start it. Just because you have did something with these things doesn't mean you can create it. And then you start something, and then you don't even know how to stop it. You're like, uh-oh, I don't know what I just did, causing a big mess. But the creator is always there fixing and changing and helping and pushing. And, you know, he told us, that they're going to disrupt their own design. They're going to do things to manipulate everything, and it's going to mess them all up, mess them up in their plan. So we ask that the creator protect us from whatever dangers and harms that are seen and unseen because these people are crazy and they have no good sense. So you want to destroy the Nile River because somebody else did? Oh, I'm going to show you I can do it too. Uh, That's not a good sense. I pray that the Creator has blessed each and every one of us with some good sense and a good mind to serve the the people of the earth instead of destroy it. Serve the animals and help them instead of destroying their habitats. May the Most High show us wisdom 
and not so that we can be too smart for our own good. All right, Toda, we're going to continue on with our Co-Yehudi, the Psalm Services popping. Shabbat Shalom, our Co-Yehudi. What psalm are you going to use as your psalm of praise? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Toda, I just want to, I just want you, I'll just listen just a little second. That's what I say. Don't delay. Don't delay. Don't delay. This is the day that Yah has made, and we shall rejoice. Be glad and rejoice in it. It's the Shabbat. It's the Shabbat day. You know, it's the day that we lift up our voice together and be heard before the Most High, Most Powerful. It's such a special day. It's so spirit-filled. It's so relaxing. It's so joyful. You know, we have to show our joy. We have to leave behind, you know, anything that was, you know, causing burden upon us. And, you know, and, and rejoice. You know, don't be silent. Don't delay. Don't delay because Yah's Ruach is yearning to move through us. All praise to the Holy One. I'm going to read Psalms 34. I will bless Yah at all times. His praise shall be continuously in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in Yah. We boast on everything else. Your money, your job. Your hair, your fine body. We're going to boast in Yah today. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Are you glad? Oh, magnify Yah with me, you all. And let us exalt his name together. I saw Yah. Guess what? And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Ain't that what we want? Yah knows our fears. He knows what we're afraid of. He knows what we don't want to happen. They looked into him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and Yah heard him and delivered him out of all his troubles. The angel of Yah encamped around about them that fear him and delivered them. Uh oh. Oh, taste and see that Yah is good. Taste, come on. Blesses the man that trusts in him. Oh, fear Yah, ye his saints, for there is no one to them that fear him. Let's take a breath on that. So there's no want, no one to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but the, but they that seek Yah, should not want any good thing you are. Come, ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of Yah. What man is he that desired life and love of many days, 
that he may see good. Keep your tongue from evil. Keep your tongue from evil. Keep your tongue from evil, you all, and your lips from speaking God. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace, seek peace, and pursue it. We gotta pursue it. We gotta seek peace. Oh my goodness. And pursue it. The eyes of Yah are upon the righteous. Hmm. And his ears are open to their cry. Don't you want Yah to hear you? The face of Yah is against them that do evil. To cut off all the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and Yah heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Yah is nigh unto them that are of broken heart, and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. What's a contrite spirit? Do you have a contrite spirit? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. The affliction of, of the righteous are many. But Yah delivered him out of them all. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we need? He keepeth all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked. And they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. So watch out. Yah redeemed the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. And that is what we're about. That's what we stand for. That's what's rolling in our spirit, in our minds, in our bloodstream, in ourselves. You know, we don't want to be desolate. We don't want to be without the most high. We need you, Yah. All praises to the Holy One of Israel. Yah's righteous, you all. Yah's holy. Let Yah be magnified. Come, magnify his name with me today. What day is that? It's the Shabbat day. All praises to your high and holy name. Selah. Hallelujah. 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 Torah for listening to the prayers of your people. Your people, Yisrael. Woo! All right, y'all. All right, now. So that's for the song's uh, choice. I thought you was going to come on here singing. You don't need me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but we need you. I was wondering right. where it was. Uh, you got to do that for me one good time. It's a Shabbat. Just ain't a Shabbat. We don't deserve you, but we're going to serve you and keep all your love. Yes. <laughs> oh, I want to make my sister for being such a joy on the Shabbat. That's what I'm talking about. You got to smile it out. People get all sad and all depressed on the Shabbat. I get depressed during the week. Shabbat makes me happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for making this day beautiful. Family, yes. we're in this together. We're in this together. In your heart, do you feel like the Creator is mad at you because you laughed out loud on the Shabbat? Come on. Let's keep it real. It is a beautiful day. It's a day for laughter. It's a day to to take in in your most innermost race recesses of your heart, happiness and joy. 
You know, it's it's when you look at the world, it'll make you sad. It it make you cry. And I know you've seen the news this week, and I just want to say, Toda Akot Yehudi, for making us all smile. Because if any of us saw the news this week, it should have made you cry at least one time. If it didn't make you cry at least one time or feel a certain way, then you have technically been desensitized. You have been uh, uh, just drowned in violence. Every time you turn on the TV, on the news, it's another one bites the dust. And your family, in your neighborhood, another one bites the dust. And it's just like, oh, this is another one. If that's you, that means you've become desensitized and you're not sensitive to what's going on in the earth. That means that you've seen way too much that is just regular to you, that it's all good. I ask that the creator will open us up and make us sensitive again because when our children are dying in the street, our young men and women are disappearing left and right, I need us to be more attentive Open up your supplications to the creator. Beg him to be with us. Ask him and plead with him for a better way. Don't just take it and look at it and say, oh, well, another one bites the dust. We have to really take it in. So when the Shabbat comes and you realize there's a lot of things that's been going on in this earth, and I'm still alive to tell it, I can still put a smile on my face. That's a joy. And, And appreciate it. Just appreciate this moment. All praises to the Most High. Told out for everyone that joined the psalm service, for those that were listening, may the Most High bless your spirit, your mind, your heart to prepare yourself to bring forth the psalms next week. And for those that did read the psalm, may the Most High bless you seven times over. For those that are feeling bad, this is a good time to stick around because we're about to get it in give you some ways to help get healthy. And we're going to start discussing, by discussing, the PTSSD. This is the segment that Gavir Mirion brings forth some real good information using that, that PhD, uh, excuse me, that psychology degree, rather, and uh, putting it to good use. This is the area where we spill the coffee without any cream. All right, you all, let's talk about healing. IPTSSD. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Mimi Miriam. I'm so happy that you're able to bring us this lesson on PTSD, even though you're nowhere near home. But 
Home is where the heart is, and well, you have a phone, so you could be anywhere in the world and just yeah. and discuss this thing. That's the shalom by shalom, Mimi.
but it takes patience and it takes exercise. It takes knowledge to be able to do it. It takes uh, a lot of um, conviction to turn your life around, especially in the day and time when people are doing any and everything because all the stops are out. But we don't want to be that anymore. We have been inhibited by people, by people who said that they were better than us, that we were not good enough, that we were not safe, that we were not lovable, that we were um, not worthy, that we weren't good enough, that we couldn't do anything right, even though we were building, building uh, monuments, we built edifices, we built kingdoms, you know, and we built nations, but we're not good enough. So, you know, there's a, a, a disconnect. There's a, a oxymoron. There's a deeper emotional experience that keeps us bound, and we're going we're gonna to relieve that. How are we going to relieve it? Well, we're going to build our tapping tree. When you create your own tapping tree, it means that when you look at your body, you know, stand in front of a mirror. It's your body. You know, they've taught us to, you know, hate it, to, to disfigure it. You know, you want to tattoo it up. You want to do all kinds of things. And you say, no, no, no. No, I want you to look at what I made. He said, because I made you beautiful. He said, you are wonderfully and beautifully made. So what we're going to do with this, this exercise to help us heal today is that we're going to look at how our body is made. Our body is a tree. If you look, we have the trunk and we have the arms and we have, we have the base, we have the head. We have, there's every, the limbs, all parts. But when you think about that, how do you look at yourself and see what, do, what does this body need? Well, we know that our, all of our bodies need uh, basic things. We need minerals. We need uh, uh, vitamins. You know, we're made, we're made of these things, and we need to replenish them in our bodies. But we also have symptoms, and we have emotions. We have events. We have beliefs about ourselves. Some of them are not true at all. So we have to fix it, change it. So now you have to ask yourself some very important questions, and I'm going to read what these questions are. Believe, symptoms and side effects. What symptoms are you currently experiencing? How does your physical body feel? What have you been diagnosed with? Do you have any pain in your body? If you fill in all these visible, tangible issues as the leaves, for example, you might write in some symptoms such as you may have extra weight, you may have pain in your back, you may have some clinical depression, you may have low energy, or lack of clarity, which is what most of us have. So there's so many things that we have in common. And then there's your own specific issues. The best way to determine what to write here is to think about the issues you complain about the most. When someone asks, what's wrong? What do you usually say? So ask yourself those questions so that you can get to the, to the root, get to the core of what it is that is happening in your body. Then we have the branches. Those are called your emotions. What emotions do you feel on a regular basis? When you wake up in the morning, how do you feel? When you go to sleep at night, how do you feel? Think back over the last day and any of the negative emotions you have been I've heard they even you can go to give you an emotional list. Sometimes people don't know the difference between maybe an emotion and 
Get stuff you can go and the trunk. The trunk. These are your events. What are the events, both current and past? And these events that could have happened maybe in your mind with you because this was maybe some of the oral tradition things that have been taught, stuff that came down the ladder, you know, came down the pipe. What events have been a source of stress in the past week, in the past year, in the past decade? In Chapter 5, we'll dive deeper into how the past is affecting you. So don't worry about finding everything you need now. Just note the ones that seem most obvious and most important. You know, the ones that we can work on right now. And then there are the roots. The roots are your limiting beliefs. What beliefs do you have about yourself, about life in general, or your life specifically? First, you know the ones about money, about relationships about your body. Don't worry if you struggle coming up with some of these now because a lot of times we repress so much. You know, as a people that have been injured, we repress and sometimes we, we, we mask it with something else by saying, look, it takes time, it takes energy and strength to really uh, delve into a deeper exploration of what is happening. Remember, until we recognize them as such, limiting beliefs simply feel like the truth. They may feel like the truth, but I mean they are true. Some good questions to ask yourself to start bringing up some of those beliefs are, and this is what we all have to do for ourselves, what do I believe to be true about myself? See now? All right, we do this a lot with others, but can you do it to yourself? What do I believe to be true about the world? What do I believe to be true about money? What do I believe to be true about relationships? And now, and this one is real. This one is real that we have to do. This is the one that we can do perhaps in our most quiet moment, our most um, sacred moment. What do I believe to be true about my body? And then, whew, this is going to be comprehensive because there's a lot of information. But it, it should serve two purposes. First, it will help you to see some of what may be going on in your life so you can focus on the targets you want to address. And second, it will help explain how to approach tapping for the best results. Tapping is a solution that we have. I heard my sister say uh, last week when we spoke uh, that she has uh, had this experience before, that she knew about tapping, she had learned about it, and that she she was using the technique, but then somehow, you know, know, life gets in the way of whatever, and she stopped. But she acknowledged to me that it really does work. Well, I had tried a little bit of it before I even brought it to you all because I feel like this, just like with the products that I sell, if I don't try them myself first, I can't be honest with you about what I think they can do. So I did try it, and I had this pain that was running up and down on my right leg, okay, inside my, like, the hip side and the thigh down. And I did this tapping. I put it on in the prayer line for you all, on the prayer line page, and it's called the Tapping Solution. It shows the gentleman who created, well, he didn't create it, but he has uh, manifested this particular uh, technique, and he shows how to do it. And I did it. And while I was doing it, I was 
thinking about that pain in my leg, you know, and believe me, it actually subsided. Not only did it subside, not only for that few minutes, but for days. Now, it may not go completely away, but if it went, if it was a 10 and went down to a 5, hey, let me look into this again. You know, because the Most High has given us so many things that we've lost. He's given them back to us. Because at first I was saying, ah, this may be a little bit too, uh, uh, you know, but then when I thought about it, I'm saying this is the body that the Most High said he made. He said, I'm going to clear this up for you. So he's helping us to to cleanse ourselves, like when the sister gives her health watch. He's helping us to tap into the things in our bodies that are giving us problems so that we can rid them, so that we can get to the core of what we really need to do to help ourselves, to reverse the, 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 the negative. Isn't that wonderful? So I just want to say to you that, hmm, as is written in this particular, in this, this book here called The Tapping Solution, <laughs> that it can certainly relieve stress in our living, in our bodies, so that we can concentrate on so many more things that will make us uh, ha- healthier and happier, Okay. These emotions, symptoms, events, and limiting beliefs are all going to be addressed throughout this book. So each time that I speak with you, multi-cell life, and, and keep my mind uh, straight, <laughs> we're going to go through some of what happens, what can happen. You know, we spend, we, we go to a doctor, we spend thousands of dollars on health insurance and, and uh, you know, Many of us do that and don't buy no life insurance. But we got to, we're going to talk about that too. You got to get some of that. But what we are doing, we are we're looking, we're tapping into uh, relieving the stress and the pain, especially of things long gone by, and learning how to live with our bodies as we exist today. Good morning. Oh, thank you. Okay. Oh. Oh, thank you. All right. I I will. Thank you. So, as you can see, the time has come. But I want you all to, to marinate with this on this um information for a minute and uh we'll we'll get back to it. And I pray the most high bless your day. I w- I will listen to a few questions and ask you to um ask you to uh See if we can get some answers real quick. Well, you heard her. Are there any comments, questions, or concerns? Okay, trying to check the line. Okay, I cope. Okay. Shabbat Shalom, Ima. I know you got to go. I just uh, appreciate that. And I was just thinking about that uh, information on tapping and, you know, just thinking about, you know, how we hold a lot of, um, you know, uh, issues inside of our tissues and then it begins to, you know, come out as pain and stuff like that. So, you know, hopefully next week you can come and uh, talk to us a little bit more about that tapping. You know what I'm saying? I start to do a little bit of research on it too, and I find it to be very interesting. I just want to say total for that. Yeah, I agree. That tapping, 
is something miraculous. And especially if 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 I can tap away some real serious illnesses, I'm gonna start going to around to everybody's house and start tapping on you, just tap to the tap tap and speaking words of of clarity. So you know, some of us I, I might have to just punch you dead in your eye, but it, you know, is nonetheless we're all trying to heal. But Toda Ako. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see who else. Ako Kaizaba. Don't give yourself a black eye trying to tap. But what is it? <laughs> What's your comment, Ako? I just want to Toda uh, Ima for such a wonderful lecture, and uh, Sister Yahuda just took my uh, my question. I was wondering more about the tapping. Uh, we could do it on a prayer line or whenever, but I would love to learn more about the tapping. That's all. Have a blessed day. Can you do the same? Well, uh, this is a, a new idea that was brought to me by my Amy last week, and I just started randomly tapping on myself. That doesn't work. That's not. <laughs> that's not how you do it. You gotta go look. YouTube has a few videos, and look up tapping and see what you find. Tapping to heal. Tap, 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 tap. To the tap, tap. Okay. To the tap, tap. All right? Look up YouTube. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? Raise your hand. Star, five, star. Yeah, because um, I think that what happens is, you know, you know that uh, that saying, we're going to tap into it. We're going to tap into that. and tap. I think that a lot of these sayings come from something larger that we don't even understand. But when you tap into something, tapping, mm, you might tap into what's going on and you want to tap it out. Get away from me. Problems, go away. Shabbat shalom, I quote, Yakina. I wasn't talking to you. I problems, go away. Yakina, come in. Shalom aleichem. <laughs> Um, I don't have anything super profound to say, and please pardon me if my voice is not quite ready. I just got up. But regarding tapping, um, I thought it was amazing because you know how things happen. We talk about stuff, and then the most high will send a confirmation, right? So um, I kind of vaguely heard about tapping a long time ago, like, oh, whatever. Then Amy brought it up last week, and I was like, oh, okay, this tapping thing comes up again. Then there's an elder that um, we listen to sometimes, Ayil. He's very powerful, very in the spirit, and he's very with getting rid of the demons, and um, he tributes a lot of things that are wrong with us to spirituality. But the method that he uses when he helps people to um, release, help them to help themselves release their demons, I'll put it like that, is a tapping method. And I'm like, that's the tapping thing. And Yam is looking at me like, what is this? why are you so excited? But because in my soul, it was like a confirmation, like, oh, so this thing is really a thing. Like, this thing works. Not that I didn't believe any, but um, it was just interesting to me that it came within the same week. And so that is also what he uses. And he says that, you know, you, you'll feel it um, as, as the spirits start to leave you. You'll feel it, like, in your stomach, and you tap at it, you tap it, you tap it out. And um, it 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 works. It seems to work. You know, a lot of people have given testimonies and um, changed their lives um, just on releasing this energy. So it's definitely something for us to look into to do properly, not to just be randomly, like you said, knocking ourselves upside the head or our children or anyone who feel like this might help. But um, 
it is it is actually a thing and something worth um looking into. We need to get that connected to. I'm sure there are many, many things that we knew once upon a time that um all praise to the most high. He's returning these things to us as we lend and return more of ourselves to him wholly. So all praise mm-hmm. to the most high. Blessings to her and the other elders for um being the lights to bring us this information. Wishing everyone a beautiful Shabbat day. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about tap right on in, honey. Tap right on in. <laughs> We're tapping into mm-hmm. the line today. We're tapping into some new methods of healing or old methods of healing. Now is your time. Mm-hmm. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Please don't hurt nobody. I love the confirmation even more so than anything that you're not supposed to punch nobody in their eyes trying to heal them. Don't walk around talking about heal. Turning into one of the new age Israelites walking around healing folks. Tap, tap. No, we're not doing that. But we are, we have to tap into a, a healing process in order to get better. And some of these things, um, the old wives tell. You remember they used to tell you to cut the onion up and put it in the bottom of your sock and in the morning you'll feel better? That's still the case. These things still work. They told you it didn't work because now they tell you, uh, you know, forget the onion and make it stink. Just put some tussing on it. You know, we are evolving. We're getting back to the essence, to the true essence tapping into our true culture, our true history, who we really are, how wonderfully and awesome you are made. So some of these things that they're giving you out here, you know, putting tussing on it and, you know, just take two Tylenol and call me in the morning type stuff, that doesn't work for us, you know. It's, um, it was overrated, it's outdated, and we need to get back to the essence, to the true essence and how we're supposed to be healing from the inside out. And it's going back to those first modalities, like touch. That goes back to the first modality, which is the first healing modality. If you bang your toe on that darn bed thing that extends out too far, what's the very first thing you're going to do? You're going to grab that toe and hold on for dear life. That is the first healing. Touch. So before you go popping a pill or going to the doctors, heal yourself. The first modality, touch. When you have a premature baby, what do they tell you to do? Touch that baby. Love it. Let it grow. And when you touch it, it stimulates the growth and the love. A baby that has never been touched before opposed to a baby that is always being touched. Look at the difference when they're 10 years old. A complete different child. So this is really, really, really feeling good to me because it goes right along with touch. You know how important touch is? Just, you know, uh, just to put your hand on somebody's shoulder, you know, and they feel that energy. That's why I don't let everybody touch me. Yo, mm, I don't want your energy. Don't want your energy. But it's time for us to tap ourselves, tap into some healing, tap into what the real problem is and get rid of it. It's our time. And confirmation is that that information is coming to you now and then it comes to you again and again 
and it doesn't take much time for it to come to you again, yeah, it's time for us to recognize that the Creator wants us to heal. He says it's time, so it's time. While the world is going crazy, you're pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. That's what's going on, Yisrael. And it's important to note that he's doing this for you in this time. Perfect timing, isn't it? All praises to the Most High. Toda, Emi, Mirion, for your time that you share with us. I know that you're not even home. You're on vacation. She takes this on the road with her. I think that's where I get it from. She said, no, we got time to waste. We're going to use every moment to the best of our ability. So Toda for your time. Toda for sharing with us. And we look forward to hearing more about that tapping. If you have any kind of Internet access, go ahead on to YouTube, look up that tapping video. Um, go to Facebook, look it up on the Facebook prayer line page. She's put it there as well. So all praises to the creator. It's time for us to heal. It's your time, Yisrael. Who do you think you're not? You are blessed. You are loved. You are worthy. You're beautiful. And this is your time. So let's go ahead and give y'all the glory. Um, you know, we're looking forward to hearing from our sister, our Doda, Doda Matana L, who brings us such wonderful lessons. I'm so thankful to her for her time as well. We know that everybody's time is precious. And so when someone comes and shares their time and their love for what they're they've been blessed with and share it with you, we have to show some appreciation. So without further ado, we're going to give the creator a round of applause for this servant. Yes, Dodah Matana El, here is the Hebrew word of the day. Shabbat Shalom. A little challenge, mm-hmm. good exercise, good exercise. Bringing out the value and the meaning of the olive-based yeah. Talk with the olive-based, talk with the I just love that Olive Bates song. It clearly tells us the representation of every single letter that represents the Olive Bates, what it means to you. Well, Soda, what does it mean to you? Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Mishpaka. Yehovah Hutov, Kohazman, Kohazman, Yehovah Hutov, Anilo, Ed, Shalom, shalom, shalom. I had um, a very interesting uh, night, a very interesting, let's go with the night. Okay, last night, I was, um, I had started posting uh, my uh, story, and as you saw on the um, prayer line, that I had to do this like four or five times 
every time I went to um let me see. Every time I went to do, I kept hitting the wrong key, and everything kept disappearing. I don't know. I was like, well, maybe the story shouldn't be over. <laughs> told I, yeah, I have finished it. Told I, yeah, it has been done. And Miss Tucker, I just wanted to keep y'all. I just want to let y'all know that that was my first like story. Short story. I thought that was great. That was my first. It was my first short story. That was great. That felt good to do. I now have to come up with something else next week for you all. And um, I always tell y'all if y'all got any suggestions, y'all all y'all have to do is um, hit up Kavia and I can give me a theme and I can write a whole story about it. <laughs> Oh, your whole hotel co-host Yes, yes, yes. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Are you well today? Kokavia. Oh, that was a question for me. <laughs> yes. So personal. Oh, yeah, I'm okay, you know. A whole week <laughs> long of work, 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 work. You know, my arm is like uh, mad at me, but it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm so so. It's another Shabbat. I made it another week, and I'm strong still. I think. I think. Yeah, I'm strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm strong. Yes. Yeah. So, I hope your week was good. Everything was it went so for you. I kind of, for the most part, everything was told, but I kind of liked it. You know, it was it was good. It was interesting. Um, I, I just, I just, I don't know. It was just, I had fun with the children this week. I mean, I I, I usually have fun with them anyway, but I really had fun with the children this week. They were really funny this week. You know, kids can say and do the darnest thing that you would not believe. But I don't think, I think, I don't think um, my uh, grandson, my, I can't even say my last grandson no more because I have one um, younger than he. Ah, I told I y'all for life. But um, my grandson is funny. But um, I just had a good week. It's been it's been good. It's been good. Yes, ma'am. It has really been good. So, with that being said and done, oh, let us give some praise to the Most High Yah for all His many blessings that He has bestowed upon us. Whether you realize it or not, it's a blessing. You wake up in the morning, it's a blessing. Be able to work and walk throughout this world and do what you have to do. It's a blessing. All these are blessings. People think about blessings. When people hear the word blessing, oh, I'm so blessed, so the most high bless me. People think about monetary or people think about materialistic things. Okay, that's what they call blessings. So we've got to understand that you being here on the earth, you being blessed, waking up every day, 
you being able to walk throughout this um, earth and do do things and different things and all that, those are blessings. Those are blessings. Darlene, okay. Darlene, Darlene. Okay. Okay, those are, you know, people just mm-hmm. have to understand or not understand. People need to consider or reconsider what a blessing is. And um, I did see that post, but I didn't understand about the Eve syndrome. But I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna um, go into it a little bit more, and I'm gonna see if I can. Um, get you want me to help you real quick with it, Dota? I'm gonna give you a real quick research lesson. The Eve, the mitochondria, um, the mitochondrial DNA that's found in all black women is called the Eve gene. The Eve gene is responsible for every race in the world. We're the only women on the planet that have the Eve DNA gene. Really? Ah! Yes. <laughs> okay, white women, sit down. <laughs> Those are our children. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. So with that being said, because I know she is the mother of all living, so that means that if she's the mother of all living and we are the only uh group of people that has that particular gene, okay, which means that we can give birth to like everybody in the whole world, uh, or we did, then that means um, that Eve was black, or not not Israelite people. She was um, I don't like the word black. Give me another word. I say Israelite. I mean, she was a she was an African American woman. She was no, she was a melanated woman. How about that? She was Thank melanated. You. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, <laughs> because people are, all black people are not Israel. Hey, right. that's just a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's just so a fact. Could, so, and, and there was no Israelite when Eve, Adam and Eve were there. They weren't any yet. Because Israel just means that you come from a particular man who got a blessing when he wrestled with the angel. And even though we were a set-apart people, because that's the ones that the Most High had chosen, but there were no Israelites before he had that. He wrestled with that angel and got his name changed. There were no Israelites. Okay, so there were Hebrews. There were um, with some some Canaanites. There were Hamites, but there were no Hebrews back then. But that's that's neither here nor there. So let us go on. Um, but that's very interesting. That's very interesting. How did y'all stumble upon that? I'm gonna. Get into my lesson. I really am. But how did y'all stumble upon that? What happened? What kind of research was y'all doing when y'all came across that little tidbit? I read a lot. That's it. I I read a lot. And I read it. And I was like, what? What is this? So I started looking it up. And I was like, wow, it's so true. It's called the mitochondrial DNA. And oh, it's so Yeah. I was just reading something. I don't know what I was reading, it, but it led me to this, to that, that, to that, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, I'm pulling up videos. I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. So, yeah, it was just me reading. Okay. I was just I was just curious, but that is such an interesting tidbit. 
You never hear that one on Talk on Jeopardy. But anyway, <laughs> with that being said, and all things and everything, I just love y'all. Everything, all things and everything. Oh, there's a post um, that I read earlier. It says, um, what does, uh, it says Shabbat Shalom. Um, what does uh, the Shabbat mean to you? You know, how do you practice to keep it holy? I said, wow, that's deep. What do you do? And I'm sitting here and I was just thinking, 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 thinking. I said, well, I praise y'all every day. Okay. I said, what the Shabbat means to me is a day where I get the opportunity to, as one voice along with others, give praise, honor, respect, glory, adoration unto the most high Yah. So that's what that's how I keep it holy. I'm not doing okay, every day I give him praise, okay? And this is me giving him praise. On the Shabbat day, not only am I giving him praise, but collectively as a body, we're giving him praise. And that's why I think we keep it holy. I just had to put that in there. Best of the Amishaka, let us get started. We're going to start with our Tefillo. And the first one is this. El Dion Kachakro, Boresho Kodivarin. Baraka Oti, Baraka Otanu, Baraka Divinim Oli. Ani Hawabi Ko Akshoka, with Kale Azolile Havina, Ki. Maaka Atahoe, Hasiba Ki, Ani Hoa. Lechet Ko, Kiani, Javakia, Hallelujah. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us, and you created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me understand that because you are is the reason that I am. Let all that I am praise God. Ana Yehovah lihiyot ifi hayom hazeh likvok oti bazarin ki ani rosala asur basikwa ta azuli lehi sheir alhanati hanakom ta azuli yesh machshevot kiviyo arachon ka ya ase in koko ka ani asain la Yehovah shabakom hallelujah. Please, y'all, be with me this day. Support me in the things that I want to do in righteousness. Help me to stay on the right path. Help me to have positive thoughts. Yah, your will will be done. With all my might, I give unto Yehovah his praise. Hallelujah. Yah, ola et hamalim ha'ele shel ha'pe sheli bavakusha. Ele makshavot shel ha'levi bavakusha atagam. Atazuri. Wego Ali, Yeshli et hakoakli snot. La azot zaman avulya. Wehu ya ase zaman vishvilka. Ani ohevit et at me. Ani salakli at me. Ani kai. E rani. We mukana lehit mo dod im od yod. Eid om yod. Im od yom. Ani Besh Lita Malay Ao Hamak Shabot Shelly, we Ao Amu Akti Toraya Ako Divari. Hallelujah. Yah, may these words of my mouth please you, 
May these thoughts of my heart please you also. You are my rock and my redeemer. I have the power to change. Make time for y'all, and he will take the time for you. I love myself. I forgive myself, and I accept myself. I'm alive, I am alert, and I am ready to face another day. I am in complete control over my thoughts and my mind. Thank you, Yah, for all things. Hallelujah. Anaya Bavakusha, Lihio Iti Hayom Hase, Saazoli, Lihio Tiwiot, Lehashpia, Ko Adam Ki Aniba A, Le Maga Im Hayom. Iberet et Pekedi, Nedaba, Nedabera, Hesed, Pain Pakma, Lihio Ahak, Osayan Shelly. Anino Chenet Mata, Wavra et Ko Hachora. Ako <laughs> Neged anashim o echatorato. Baruch shem shel Yehoah. Shavachya ha'adir. Hallelujah. Anaya, please be with me this day. Help me to be a positive influence on each and every person that I come in contact with today. Bless my mouth to speak only kindness and let wisdom be on my lips. I give you and only you all the thanks for all that you do for me, Yah. Please, y'all, keep me from the sins I want to commit. May they not be my master. Then I will be without blame. Then I will not be guilty of any great sin against people or your Torah. Blessed be the name of Yehoah. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. Ani lehalel et Yehoah bekoe. Shavako tami yihye al tapati. Ya, ani oda a che ani lo zireg zireket lid od le ata iti ko de gotaj shekav ti levreg leka hayom yom yihye yom shel manet fea vishoka ya ji lachem hakwar votai le ma ani ani esir Torah ani mokir nechli yachas shehakarat Torah. Him koko kai and yatain la Yehoah Shavachot. I will extol Yehoah at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Yeah, I know I don't need to worry for you are with me. All of my concerns I lay at your feet. Every day will be a victorious day. For you, Yah, will fight my battles on my behalf. I am so grateful. I am appreciative. Yeshli. I have an attitude of gratitude. With all my might, I will give unto Yehoah his praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ani lo holeket le hadig. Ani lo itain la anashim lignob et in kati. 
la Yehovah Holek, Koshevakin, Nehedar, Nehedar, Nehedar Yehovah Kohai, Aksha Wetami, Hallelujah. With Yehovah, I can do all things. Yeah, I'm ready for this day. I'm equipped with all that I need. I am empowered. I have my shoes of peace. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to let people steal my joy. To Yehovah goes all the glory. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehovah. My power now is always. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yehovah, I need Mechabedes Otka. I need Ohebet Otka. I need Potakat Otka. Anaya, Rape Oti. Anaya, Lihio Iti. Anaya, Perek Oti. Yehovah Huto, Kohasman, Kohasman Yehovah Huto. Anilo Ed Aki Ain Li Deago. Hallelujah. Yehovah, you are my strength. I respect you, I love you, I trust you. Yah, please heal me. Yah, please be with me. Yah, please bless me. Yehovah is good all the time, all the time. Yehovah is good. I will not worry because I have no worries. Hallelujah. Yehovah, kokai we meleki, anina teret laka, tora alko jibarin we hako, anima teret laka, Al Kai, Ani Modalaka, Al Shehid Takati, Betukim, Be Meshek Ko Hakika, Ani Modalaka, Al Shehair Oti Habuquer, Ani Modalaka, Yehoa, Al Mishkakti, Hatrafilati, Aburim, He, Hagana Shelka, Wa, Ahava, Na. Shamo alehem betukin. Na liverek o tam im shakwet na Na liverek o tam yesh yom mod him. Letet rason ka ya ase. Hallelujah. Yehoah, my power, my king, I give you thanks for all things and everything. I thank you for my life. I thank you for keeping me safe throughout the night. And I thank you for waking me this morning. I thank you, Yah, for my family. My prayer for them is your protection and love. Please watch over them. Please keep them safe. Please bless them to have peace of mind. Please bless them to have an awesome day. May your will be done. Hallelujah. Shabbat et yaha adir, ki hu rekwe le shabbatim. Rakamim shalom lisbo le nita. Animodala yehoah, avi wa meleki. Alko hazari we hako. Ani modalaka al chesedka ha ohei. Ani modalaka al shehi kui desh me shuman ka kedi likiyo. Mudali we me kapash oti. Yesh la kwakat et ze kamuvan me alayo aval lo ani. Ha shavak him ka kamid yike al hakayim hayom. Ani modalaka al shakwet nafsi. Sham yesh harmaniya, yesh shalom. Sham yesh shalom, yesh ahava. Ani yodaa me nin brakota, we ani modalaka. Nehedar, nehedar, nehedar et yehoa akokai. Ani lo er ad ki eni deago. 
Yehoahuto, Kohasman, Kohasman, Yehoahuto. Shabbatiyah, Ha'adiyah, Hallelujah. Praise the mighty Yah, for he's worthy to be praised. His mercy endure forever. I give you thanks, Jehovah, my Father and my King, for all things and everything. I thank you for your loving kindness. I thank you for taking the time to be mindful of me and looking out for me. Some take it for granted, but not me. Your praise, Yah, will always be on my lips. I thank you for life this day. I thank you for peace of mind. Where there is harmony, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is love. I know where my blessings come from, and I thank you. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Jehovah, who is my power now as always. I don't worry because I have no worries. Jehovah is good all the time. All the time, Jehovah is good. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. I release all negative thoughts that drain my energy. I think positive. I speak positive. I am positive. I will concentrate on all the good in my life and be ever so grateful for all that I have. All blessings come from Yah. I am appreciative. I am beautiful. I am blessed by the best. I am caring. I am confident. I am dependable. I am elegant. I am fantastic. I am grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. I am healthy. I am wealthy. And I am wise. I am intelligent. I am jubilant. I am kind. I am lovable. I am mindful. I am outstanding. I am perfection. I am quality. I am reliable. I am selflessness. I am trustworthy. I am vibrant, I am worthy, I am wonderfully made and highly favored. My zealousness is for Yah. Hallelujah. Giving Yah all praise, all honor, all thanks for all that he does for me and all that he does for my people, all that he does for my family, all that he does for all of us on this line. May we always be grateful and thankful unto Jehovah. May his name always be magnified. Hallelujah. We're going to start with our lesson, and here we go. Jehovah who told Kohazman, Kohazman, Jehovah who told Anilo Ed Ati Angri Deyako. Ani Eta Et Jehovah Beko E. Hashavako Yishiye Lelo Avra Av Sapati. Yehoah is good all the time, all the time. Yehoah is good. I will not worry because I have no worries. I will extol Yehoah at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. That's it there. Let's go. Atzirmelin, vocabulary, comes to an end. Magish leseyuma. As a surprise, behak keah. Hurry up. Say my hair, this is feminine. Because my hair means quickly or hairy, come fast. So, but um, hey, my hair is the nequeva um, or like command form. Hurry up, say my hair. And when you're talking to a uh, male or, yeah, male, it is my hair. My hair, my hair. Yellow jean, it's my hair, my hair. A blessed day. Now, um, wait is la chakot. Pay a visit. Le bakwar. Promise. Ma chiat. 
to discuss Ladun. We will meet Tarek, miss you, meet Gaga, Snowy. That's the name of his doll presentation. We haven't figured that out yet. But Snowy, Mushlog, Mushlog, Kiga. She will miss Teach Gaga. Besides, hit. Oh, that's my word for the day. Ding, ding, ding. Besides, Kuch Mize. Kuch Mize. Besides, I need a little holetic. Kuch Mize. I need a little holetic. Besides, I don't want to go. Okay, fall, Chataiwa, pumpkin, de la at. I took those words out. I told you I had to change the story. I kept missing it. I kept just disappearing. So I changed it a little bit. Um, growing up, Lee Gadal, glass, Pitsuts, Pitsuts, Anu, Yadati, never, ding, 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 another word, never. <laughs> yourself. Happy. Leaving. They were. How you? Enough. I left that one out too. Mastik. They missed. Get. Oh. Keep da geu they miss arrangement. Tidur from time to time. Let me change. Often, que revolt, que revolt. Retire, courage, courage. Don't be upset. Ati face no ati va age. There it is. Don't be upset. I'll keep by A. And then we have the Ivrik part that's down there for you all to um, copy. Um, you can use this letters to look these words up in the Malone, and they're there for you to do so. All right. So we're going to start right with our story, and it reads like this. Akupasa shall set up with that. Magia lesi yuma. Bahila ha akaron sa wesa sa oxlim lehem arukat erev gadola. Beha tala ha no. Korehim magia mugdam la ha lok itam et halaila. Sarah and Zach's vacation is coming to an end. On their last night, Saab and Sasa have a big dinner for them. As a surprise, their parents come early to share their last night. Zach, Ima, Abba, Atem Khan, Sarah, Ima here, Ima with Abba Khan, Mom. Dad, you're here. Terry, hurry up. Mom and Dad are here. Sarah. Emma, Abba, I have to eat her quietly. Abba, I need a cola la coat. Le kazur habaita. Mashalom, Kim. Mom, Dad. I love my summer, but I can't wait to get back home. 
How are you all doing? Zach. Ima. Ani Yakola Kor Kwan Kohatman. Ani Avo Labo Laba Kwar Otka. We et Abba be call half sa quote Hali Mudin. Ani Mav te ak. Mom, can I live here all the time? I'll come and visit you and Dad during my school breaks. I promise. Ima. Uba Kenza. Uba Kenza. Nix karet ladun in salak we sakta. As averka nit gaga nor a im hayati gar kan ko hasman. Gam. Ani we gam sera ma im mushla. Well, Zach, we'll have to discuss that with Grandpa and Grandma. Your dad would miss you something awful if you lived here all the time. So would I and Sarah. And what about Snowy? She'd miss you a lot. Zach, Snowy can come live with me. She has the whole outside to play in. She'll be as happy here as I am. Dad lived on the farm when he was growing up, didn't you, Dad? Dad? Oh. I need back to rock ACT. Beth, cool, cool, so deep. La gur, ve kawa, ve haki to. Aval black, im ka, zol de tet, she ha yu nu, mitak diin, ale ka. I sure did. Beth, he's right. Living on a farm is the best. But Zach, your mom is right. We will we would miss you. Sa we sa sa we sa nik nashem Grandpa and grandma entered the room. Kolum kolam om rim. They all say Shalom sa sata mashalom ken. Hi grandpa. Hi, Grandma. How are you all? Anaknu Tovin. We're good. Sata. Oh, Smika. Daberas de at Mecha Yosef. Ani Asuva. She. Hailadim Uzim Makar. Ani Mit Gagaa. Alehem Koka. Think for yourself, Yosef. I'm sad. The children are leaving tomorrow, and I'm going to miss them so much. Sa, Ari, Keva di Vatnu Alte, Haim Hayu, Kan Behak Sakwatan, Haim Azarikim Lakatsur Havbaita, Beit Hasefir Mutkil Bequaro, we ani yodea shehem kitgaz e ga u 
לחברים שלהם. ארי, we've already talked about this. They were here on their break, and they have to go home. School starts soon, and I know they miss their friends. Sata, אני יודעת זה, יוסף, אבל אני אודייק עצובה. I know that, Yosef, but I'm still sad, Sarah. Altiye Sata, Atsuba, Haya, Ali Kwaye, Neheda, Ektawe Sa, Ani Yokal, Le Slika, Ani Yokal, Le Kakot, Le Kazur, Shu, Be Shana, Habaa. Don't be sad, Grandma. I had a great summer here with you and Grandpa. I can't wait to come back again next year. Sata, Sarah, Tora Alka, Ani Margisha Kalkak Tob Yotir. Sarah, thanks for that. I do feel so much better. That. Gamani, Hi, Quake Taze, Hayak Kokak Neyukai. שוב תורה סב וסבתא, אני כל כך אוהב אתכם. סב, פשוט אל תשכח לטפל בפגמים אנשי תצור. בבקשה. Me too. I feel better too. Thank you. This summer was so special. Thanks again, Grandma and Grandpa. I love you guys so much. Grandpa, just don't forget to care for Spot until I come back, please. Sav, lo deyago, atayo deya she dawud, tov bema she hu ose. No worries. You know David is good at what he does. Sata, ani me ba sheket, no, ani me ba shelet ko hayon. יש לנו הרבה מזון. בואו, לכולם בואו לחג דוג. People, I've been cooking all day. We have plenty of food. Come on, everybody. Let's party. Hallelujah. בשדה המשפחה גמרתי זוכר תמיד. נהדר, נהדר, נהדר את יהוה. הקוקאי עכשיו כמו תמיד. גם דבר כיהודי, תישאר כיהודי, תשבו כיהודי. בגלל זכור הוא עץ כיהודי. שבת שלום משפחה. שבת שלום. הלויה. שבת יאה. Excellent story. Hallelujah. Toda for sharing with us, Toda. Oh, my goodness. That must have been a heck of a visit. The children didn't want to go home. Now I know. That, that's, that, that's my kind of visit, that you just don't want to go home. But guess what? You got to go home. Santa did not want them to be. She was like, I don't get Santa. Yes, she's like, y'all can stay with me forever, you know. I really enjoyed y'all. Y'all was just so much fun. Y'all were quick learners. Y'all helped around the farm. I just didn't want y'all to go. That was her thing. 
Sasha, now look, when we was in that bedroom back there, we talked about <laughs> they got to go home. You know what I'm saying? They got friends. They got school. They got to go home. He said, well, I understand that. Okay, I know. I know that. That makes sense. But that doesn't mean I can't be sad. I was like, you go, girl. You tell them. You tell them. You, you tell them. Don't make any feelings. <laughs> You tell them. I'm telling y'all like this. You send your children to me, they're coming home on time. They might come home before time. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that was a really cute story. I really appreciate all of the words, the new words, and the old words to get us uh familiarized with this language. It's such a beautiful language and the way you put it together. I'm happy that you kept pushing forward with the story to get it uploaded because we definitely did get a chance to see it on the Facebook prayer line page. For those of you who didn't go and take a look, it's there for you. And uh, Doda, you're doing such a wonderful job. You're speaking this language as if it's your first. Can y'all hear the, the, this this beautiful improvement? I know you, you, you guys got some good things to say. But um these stories are getting more elaborate, the 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 vocabulary is getting more intense. I hope you're gathering your list, making your book before Dota finally makes one, maybe you'll make one. No, 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 I- Okay, I have the whole story. So like I said, this was an actual story. It went from week one to week four. So it's the actual story. So it was a continuation. And um, I had um, some prayers, but I didn't post them on the um, prayer line page. I had posted them in Hebrew for beginners. I had some prayers that was in between um, the in between the story. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back um, next week and go over the entire story, fix all the little errors because I know I have some. Because you know I catch my errors after mm-hmm. that, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. gonna catch all my little errors and I'm gonna print it out and it's gonna be in like a form where it's gonna be like you can read it continually. Um, go from page to page on each new part or each new segment of the story. You're going to have your um, your vocabulary so you can understand, you know, what people are saying because I do introduce new words each time. So we just, you know, you can just continue to read it. And it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And anybody that wants to um, receive a copy, um, just inbox me. Um, okay. I'm charging that much for it. Okay, listen, 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 just inquire minds would like to know because I just got an inbox asking about uh, where can we get a book or something that we can read. We need we need some material. So if you don't mind, please share your information again so that they'll know who to inbox. Um, if anybody has Facebook, just listen up closely. You're about to get a prize. So don't I share it again. <laughs> Oh, my Facebook page. Yes, please and thank you. Okay. Yes, you want you want them to inbox you so that if they have any, um a, a oh. desire to oh, a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, because um, like I said, this week is the week, y'all. I'm gonna go ahead over it and I'm gonna write it. It's gonna be all together and it's gonna be printed out 
And um, anybody just inbox me. Uh, okay, my Hebrew, uh, my I guess you call the tag on Facebook is Matana L underscore Bot Lily. It might have Wilburn still up there. I'm not sure. I've never really thought about it. Let me see what it says. It says Matana L. Wilburn Levy. That's what it says. So that, all you got to do is look me up, Matana L. Wilburn Levy, or you can go to um, Hebrew for Beginners, and you can inbox me there, or you can inbox me on Matana L. Uh, Wilburn Levy, and um, if you would like a copy, just let me know. And I'll get it together. And if you don't, and it doesn't matter, you can give me your address, and I'll just um, mail it off to you. And um, it's Shabbat, so I don't talk about that other part of it. But, you know, just let me know, and I'll let you know what it is, how much it is. Okay. All things all honor, all glory. To your whole last hour now and always. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom, Mishpaka. I can also, if you all like, um, I, I just have to fix the errors, but I can go over. Um, if you need a copy of the Tefillot that we do on Shabbat, just let me know. And like I said, I think this would be the best way of me doing it. It just, you know, just got to find a little supplies and a little sky thing so that you can have it in book form and things like that. Because as far as getting it down, I don't know how to do all that. So, but I am so happy and so willing, yes, that that was my first, that was my first actually, actual support. I took you from the beginning when they first got to the farm for their summer vacation all the way to the end. And they finished, and they had their big dinner, and was going home the next day. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Toda toda! Once again, we so appreciate the effort that has been put forth into creating these stories, bringing you in a fun and uh, memorable way your vocabulary words, and getting you familiar with hearing and speaking. The language. I'm sure if you've been here for at least a month or two months, three months, that you have picked up on some words here and there, some Hebrew words that you can put into your arsenal and use every day. And if you haven't been here that long, well, welcome, and you're going to love learning new things here and using those, the words, the techniques, whatever it is that is being shared with you. Just take it and use it at your best. May the most I continue to bless those that are sharing this information and those that are receiving it as well. We're going to continue on. Yes, you're ready for it. I know I am. Torah Mind. We all should have a Torah Mind. And this segment called the Torah Minded segment is excellent for children, small ages, adults at all ages, your neighbors, your friends, coworkers, if you won't get in trouble, go ahead and broadcast this segment live. Let everybody hear what the saith Yah. And hear More Uziah break it on down for us. All praises to the Creator. Shabbat Shalom to you all. 
Welcome to the prayer line again, and this is Torah Mind. Shabbat Shalom. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has set the world in their heart. Yet so that man cannot find out the work that Elohim hath done from the beginning even to the end. Ecclesiastes 3, 11.
The Holy Shabbat day is the day of resting and ceasing from all of our mental and physical burdens. May we rest and cease from all of our burdens on this day and focus all of our attention exclusively on the making creator of heaven and earth, his laws, statutes, and his commandments, and even the history of his chosen people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Asking for divine comfort for all who are mourning the loss of a loved one at this time. May we create a comfort you. And bless you and keep you on this holy Shabbat day. Giving thanks for this holy convocation by way of modern technology. Thank you, Mozart, for every segment thus far, for the opening prayer by our beloved star, Nehemiah Benny Bryant, the chief man and leader here in the community, and the creator had a special blessing to you and your household today. Thank you, Mozart, for the life of our beloved hostess, even the vertical copy about love, where you continue to be a shining star. Thank you, Mozart, for the song service and all the participants therein. Thank you to Mozart for the Hebrew word of the day by our beloved Imah with Mora Matana El-Batlewi. And she said something profound that touched my spirit when she brought forth her divine message today. She said, I may have problems, but I don't have worries. And that is viewing life through eyes of optimism. The glass is always half full. It's never half empty. And if we have faith in the Mozart, then we know that any uncomfortable situation that we may be facing at this very moment can always be overturned by the creator to exalt his high most holy name and to build our strength and our character as servants of the most high. We are descendants of those who persevere continuously throughout history. Our forefather Jacob, Yaakov, Israel, was he who strove with Yah and man and prevailed. So in spite of our grim, gloomy situations that we may be facing at this very moment, know with all assurity that God will bring us through. Know with all assurity that we're built from the same things that our forefathers were built from, and we serve the same Elohim. Never be discouraged. Remain optimistic. Continue to have positive thoughts and vibrations. Spread those positive thoughts and vibrations. So Torah Rabat Ima Ramora Natana El Batlawi for triggering that thought. I would like to even say a special prayer at this very moment. Even for our beloved brother, Mr. Ridanaya Ben Lawi. I haven't heard his voice on the line for quite some time. But I pray that the making creator of heaven and earth is still with this brother. And may the creator cause him to even return in our midst to bring forth his fiery spirit. We create out a special blessing to him and his family on this holy Shabbat day. Thank you the most high for the segments that have yet to come. Thank you the most high even for the health spot that was brought forth by our beloved giver Adira Isha, Rabbi Benyamin Benrawi. Giving thanks for the silent listeners. Although I don't eat, I don't hear your voice, I truly feel your spirit. May the creator of heaven and earth be with you all on this holy Shabbat day. Today's Torah portion has a theme titled Shemot in Hebrew or Hebrew. The theme is Shemot. It literally means names in the Hebrew language. And there is a duality to the theme and its meaning. The names of the Israelites that came down into Egypt is something that's a focal point. Remember that our beloved forefather? came down into Egypt with 70 souls. 
In addition, we should remember that the name of the Most High is given or revealed to Yisrael in this book. The numerical value of that name is 26. And ironically, in the 26th generation is when this name was revealed. So there is divinity, easily, in the numerical aspect of our divine scriptures, even in the names revealed to us, even in this book. Hallelujah. Shalom. It's the second word and first distinctive word of the Torah portion when you read it in Hebrew. It's the 13th weekly Torah portion in our annual cycle of Torah readings, and it constitutes the book of Exodus, or Shemot. Chapter 1, verse 1, and it reads through chapter 6, verse 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's discuss, first and foremost, the overview of the book of Shemot, the book of Exodus. It is the second book of the Torah. The book of the going out of Egypt. This is our book of redemption. The book is divided into ten weekly portions. It begins with the identity of our nation. It continues to express our Egyptian captivity. And the major themes of Shemot are the personality of our beloved prophet Moshe, blessed be his memory. Exalting righteousness is another major theme, as well as physical and spiritual freedom, which are all powerful things that we must receive and implement that is taught in this book, left on record for our benefit. The book also speaks of the covenant between the Most High and the children of Israel, Yah. This book contains 111 precepts. 45 are positive and 66 are negative. Here are the positive commands. The positive commands are the thou shalt. The negative commands are the thou shalt not. Now, spirit, receive and adhere to everything that is directly expressed on the pages of this book and even the things that we even receive by way of our spirit. May our spirit be receptive. To give us an overview of Torah portions to know. It will reveal to us the number of the children of Israel who came into Egypt. But then there was a new king that sat on the throne of Egypt. We'll discuss that new pharaoh. That new kingdom. And that message is very much applicable to our current set of circumstances, even here in America. We'll speak about our beloved Moshe, beloved prophet. We'll speak about his birth. We'll speak about our Moshe's slaves and Egyptians. We'll speak about how the Most High hears the cries of the people. We'll speak about how the Mosai sends Moshe to deliver the people. We'll speak about how Moshe performs the wonder with his staff, with his rod. 
We'll speak about how Moses' hand became leprous. We'll speak about how Aharon is appointed to assist his brother Moshe. We'll speak about how Moshe leaves Ethro and Zipporah circumcises their son. We speak about how Moshe and Aaron gathers the elders together to even help to fulfill the will of the Creator. We'll speak about how Pharaoh refuses to let the children of Israel go. And we'll also speak about how the Most High promises that the children of Israel will leave Egypt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we review this portion of the family together here today, I want us to remember the Torah mind. The Torah mind is more than a fancy title for the segment. The Torah mind is a way of life. The Torah mind is a divine requirement. The Torah mind is needed for peace, prosperity, and redemption. Fixating your mind on righteous principles will cause you to find favor with Jehovah our power. The Torah mind will put you on one accord with the creator of heaven and earth. The Torah mind will also afford you the ability to understand the mind of the adversary. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. This Torah lesson, please consider. Please. Chapter 1, verse 9. And it says there that there is nothing new under the sun. So remember that the things that cause us to be viewed as righteous from the sight of our Creator in the days of old are the same things that will cause us to be reviewed or viewed as righteous in the sight of our Creator in modern times. Remember that the tricks of the adversary are still the same. They're just fashioned to look differently because we're in modern times. Remember, the spirit of the adversary is also still the same. And remember that the meek and creator of heaven and earth is ruler and king and governor over all things. The righteous as well as the wicked. Friend as well as foe. Let us remember these things and maintain the Torah mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's jump right into the Torah summary of the week. Torah portion Shemot. The children of Israel who came into Egypt were 70 souls in total. The children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly. They multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty, and the land of Egypt was filled with them. You see, at this point in our divine history, the blessing of Abraham of has come to fruition, it has now come to pass. You see, in the book of Genesis, of Bereshit, chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, it says, I will make you a great nation, and you will be fruitful like the stars of heaven and the dust of the earth. And this is exactly what's taking place to the children of Israel, even in the land of their captivity, in the land of Egypt. The word of Yehovah is coming to pass. In the book of Exodus, in the book of Shemot. Just as the prophecy was spoken to Abraham, our beloved forefather, in the book of Bereshit or Genesis. Let us always remember the blessing of Abraham. Remember that those who bless us will be blessed. 
And those who curse us will be cursed. So there's no reason for us to have any fear in our heart. The only entity that we should ever fear is Jehovah, our power, and that fear should cause us to have respect for his laws, statutes, and commandments and cause us to move a certain way so that we can remain under his divine umbrella of protection. You see, it's important to note that the more the righteous are blessed, the more the wicked envy them. I repeat, the more the righteous are blessed, the more the wicked envy them. And what is envy? Envy is an emotion which occurs when someone lacks the superior quality of another. Envy is painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another, joined with a desire to possess that same advantage. You see, everyone wants to be like us, but they fear us because of our talents, because of our skills, because of the power we serve. Remember that in this day and age, because things have not changed since the days of old. You see, a new king began to reign in the land of Egypt, just as a new king, a new pharaoh, is now ruling in the land of America. The new pharaoh didn't consider how the most high preserved Egypt by way of Joseph and the children of Israel. Neither does the new pharaoh of America consider that the blood, sweat, and tears of our people is what built the wealth of this country. You see, the new pharaoh of Egypt didn't know Yosef and few the children of Israel as a potential threat to the country's national security because of the advantage the Israelites gained due to an increase in their population. The new pharaoh feared that the exceedingly numerous children of Israel would become allies with their enemies and fight against them. And you best believe that the powers that be even in modern times have the same fear. So what did the Pharaoh do? Therefore, taskmasters were appointed to the Israelites to afflict them with rigorous bondage. And what is a taskmaster? A taskmaster is a person who imposes difficult or demanding tasks to a workforce. The Egyptian's workforce was comprised of Hebrews. It's also important to note the taskmasters were also Hebrews. And that's what the adversary does. We have to see the strategy of the adversary and guard ourselves accordingly. They will often use your own people to subjugate you. This is what we've done in the days of old. And this is still the thought process of the adversary in this day and age. They'll use individuals that look like you. They call them token Negroes. And they appoint them into high positions so that they can rule over you and promote the agenda of the powers that be. You see, Israel's bondage consisted of construction and agriculture. Also known as building and farming. It was forced labor by way of good masonry and farming. That is the same skills that were used to build this country in the various lands of our captivity. This land that we now reside in, known as America, was built by our people, just as the land of Egypt 
And this rope was built to maintain by our people. It's important to note our captivity was intensified in Egypt due to fear. Fear that was initiated due to our might, prosperity, and increased population. Fear fueled by envy. The Pharaoh conspired to remedy this potential problem by way of population control. Hmm. What is population control? Population control is the government control over the growth of the population, which is something that's still very prevalent in this day and age, something that many of our people don't recognize. And what was the tactic used by the Pharaoh? Well, the Pharaoh ordered the Hebrew midwives to kill all the male children that were born and to save all the females alive. Now, let's elaborate on Pharaoh's plan. He wanted to destroy the males. Does that sound familiar? He wanted to destroy the males, which is how bloodlines are determined. He wanted to annihilate the Hebrews by first eradicating the males and then integrating by procreating with the daughters of Zion, which would ultimately annihilate the Hebrew nation while adding to the nation of Mitzrayim. Does that sound familiar? Population control is still an effective strategy used by the adversary in modern times. Let's speak more about Mitzrayim and their agenda. Because there's much that we can learn. You see, population control in modern times equates to mass incarceration, disease, drugs, guns, violence, abortions, sexual immorality, like same-sex marriages and homosexuality. These are the tactics used by the government to annihilate our male seed and control the population in modern times. So instead of throwing our men, our black brothers in, in the river, they're throwing us in prison. They're injecting us with diseases, causing us to consume GMO foods, food sprayed down with pesticides and insecticides, things that are carcinogenic, things that will reduce our population. Things that our beloved Adira always tells us about in the health spot. Is there a multifaceted angles used by the adversary to promote their agenda? And we have to guard ourselves against each and every one of them. And how are we guarded? We're guarded by the Ruach, by the spirit of Yahweh. How do we ensure that that spirit is with us? By meditating in this law day and night, by applying the principles that we learn, that's enclosed therein. Because these things were left on the record for our benefit, not our detriment. You see, but the Hebrew midwives, Sifra and poor, they were not yield to the command of the king of Egypt due to their fear of the king of kings, Yehoshua of our own. They refused to be a task monster that would subjugate their own people. They refuse to carry out the agenda of the adversary. And so should you. You should have the spirit of Shifra and Puah. 
see all the time the Arabs say you will use your own people to divide and conquer. However, the evil midwives would not succumb to harming their fellow people. This was considered an act of loyalty to the Most High and the people of the Most High, which caused Shifra and Pua to find favor with Yah. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. Like Shifra and Pua, never allow yourself to be used by the adversary to bring harm to your own people. Like the Hebrew midwives, always remain loyal to the best interests of your people. Instead of obeying the authority of the land, Shifrim poor obey the authority of the universe. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. They were agitators of freedom. They had faith in the creator of heaven and earth. They defied Pharaoh, who was considered God on earth. Because of Pharaoh's unsuccessful attempts at corrupting the midwives, he charged all the Egyptians to cast all male children into the Nile River. Why in the Nile? Although there were many deities in Egypt that came up out of the Nile, it's important to note that the Nile River itself was also a deity to Egypt. You see, Egyptians received an annual inundation, an annual flooding of the Nile River. And this was seen as an annual coming of their deity known as H-A-P-I, H-A-P-I. They believe that to be a deity that brings fertility to the land. Now, many scholars believe the male sons of Israel served as offering to the deity, known as the Nile River, spelled H-A-P-I. This thought can be referenced in a book titled The Inundation by Carolyn Seawright. Again, that book is called The Inundation by Caroline Seawright. Moving forward to the book of Shemot or Exodus chapter 2, which is about the birth of Moshe. And of course, Moshe was of the Levitical tribe, the tribe of Levi. Let's discuss the significance of the tribe of Levi at this point in our history. The Most High will bring about deliverance by way of Levi. The birth of Moshe came to pass in the fourth generation of our captivity in Egypt when the bondage was intensified. His mother, Yochebed, hid him for three moon cycles, for three months, and reached a point when he could no longer be kept a secret. Therefore, she made an ark. She placed him therein and sent him afloat in the Nile River toward the palace of Pharaoh. Pharaoh's daughter noticed the ark when she came to the river to bathe and sent her maidens or female servants to retrieve it, avoid him from the water. Hence the name Moshe or Moshe. Moshe means to draw up, primarily because he was taken out of the river, but also because he would take the children of Israel out of captivity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She looked in the ark, she saw the Hebrew child, and immediately had compassion on him and became the surrogate mother. Once the author knew that Moshe was recognized as a Hebrew child, even as he was pulled from the basket. She saw his biological mother, 
and had her to breastfeed the boy. So not only was Moshe fed by his mother, he was also paid, she was also paid to nourish him. She luckily for Moshe. It was a weaning process, which took years. Let's elaborate on weaning. You see, in Eastern society, in Eastern culture, specifically Hebraic society, it is believed that children were weaned until they received their first permanent molars at the age of five and a half, maybe six to seven years old. And this can be referenced as well in a book called A Time to Wean, written by an author by the name of Catherine Detweiler. This lets us know that Moshe and his biological mother had at least five to seven years of bonding in which he was taught his true identity and indeed was raised as a Hebrew child, told I Yah. You see, God works in mysterious ways. Then we move forward in the portion where Moshe slays an Egyptian. You see, it was obvious that Moshe knew his true identity, evident in the fact that he saw an Egyptian fighting a Hebrew, one of his own kinsmen, someone who shared the same blood. Therefore, he took the life of the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. He stood up for the people up for his own. How many of our brothers and sisters in this day and age, instead of standing up for their own blood, for their own kinsmen, they'll record the atrocity and put it on social media. They'll record the atrocity and put it on YouTube. Instead of getting their hands dirty, instead of holding their kinsmen. We too should have the spirit of Moshe. We should be ready and willing to put someone in the sand for harming our fellow kinsmen. Don't stand by a roof while your brother and sister's blood is being spilled. Step up to the plate. Have strength and courage and help your brother. Who's striving against the adversary? Look out for one another. Let me elaborate. Moshe was zealous for his people. You too should be zealous for your people. He was the meekest man, yet he was a man's man. And he stood up for his people, told by Yah. See, Moshe was already living out a portion of his future destiny. Which was judging matters. And in this situation, he judged the matter between his kingdom and the adversary. And he brought forth divine judgment and executed justice. Hallelujah. On the second day, Moshe came out from hiding and saw Hebrew striving and tried to act as a peacemaker between the two. Again, Fulfilling his divine destiny. Keeping the peace in the midst of Israel. He saw them striving. And he tried to act as a peacemaker between the two. And his very own people, whom he risked his life to defend, asked him, who needs you? 
ruled and judge over us and said to him, will you kill us as you did the Egyptian? Imagine that. Does that still sound familiar? Because that's the slave mentality of many of our people in this day and age that we must throw to the side. We must remove from the metaphysical part of us. We've been trained to be slaves. We've been engineered to be slaves. We've been engineered to maintain the slave mentality. And this is what the Hebrews were striving exemplified because they were ready to turn on their own kinsmen who just shed blood to help them two days before. If that is not the slave mentality, I don't know what is. But the most I remove that spirit from our people in this day and age. The slave mentality caused Moshe to fear for his life because he realized the incident was of common knowledge and known by Pharaoh, who sought his life for slaying the Egyptian, and Moshe fled to Midian. He became a fugitive, and ironically, the name Midian means strife. Moshe had strife in his life at this very point in history. Midian is also a place of judgment. Midian is the land of the son of Abraham in Keturah, known as the East Country, an area east of the Gulf of Aqaba, also known as Arabia in modern times. So this land is where he met the seven daughters of the priest of Midian. The priest was Jethro. Jethro. And that's a title. The title means excellent. His surname was Reuel, meaning friend of Yah, which lets us know that Yah has friends outside of Israel. He had a Midianite that was his friend. Moshe met the daughters of Reuel and assisted them as shepherds, attempting to drive them away from the well. He also assisted them in watering the flock. So this displays chivalry. Like Yaakov, Moshe was a gentleman by today's standards. He's a soldier, a warrior spirit, yet he was meek and hungry. He's a man's man, yet he was a gentleman. He knew how to treat the ladies. Moshe manifested qualities of bravery, courtesy, and gallantry toward women which is something that we all need to implement as men in our metaphysical makeup, even in this day and age. You see, in the book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 19, it gives us a very subtle example of the impact your parents has upon those who see you. The daughters of Reuel, the Jethro, thought that Moshe was an Egyptian. But why? because he was dressed and living as an Egyptian when he fled from the face of Pharaoh. And when they saw him at the well, he was still dressed in Egyptian attire. You see, clothing speaks volumes to the assumptions made about him. So be careful of the attire that you find yourself in. Because people will make general assumptions based on the clothing that you wear, based on your appearance. Moshe then began to grow with Jethro, and he gave him his daughter, Zipporah, to marry. 
she gave birth to a son named Gershon, which means a stranger there, coming from the root Gia, spelled Gemel in race in Hebrew or Hebrew. The name is significant because it represents Moshe's status in the land of Midian. Moshe was a stranger in that land, and his child's name reflects that. In the book of Exodus, so Shemot, chapter 2, verse 23 and 25, or through 25, the Most High remembers the covenant made with Abraham, Yitzchak, or Yaakov. But why? What caused the Most High to remember that covenant? The Most High remembered because of the cries, the sighs, and groanings of Israel by way of their bondage. Our cries and Jehovah and host the divine concern of Jehovah. Also note the most humbles us through our affliction in captivity. Captivity can always be considered a refining process, which is a process that we're still undergoing at this present day and time. The most I took cognizance of his people because of their cries, meaning. It is important to cry out unto the Most High for divine assistance. In the midst of our refinement process, don't forget to cry out unto the Creator, for He will hear our voice. He will heal us as a people. He will bring us out of captivity second time. And the remnant shall return. Always remember that the Most High humbles us by way of our affliction. And our struggle builds character. But always remember to cry out to the Most High. Allow your voice to be a familiar voice to the make and creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Mehalelujah. Moving forward to the book of Exodus, of Shemot, chapter 3. We discuss how God sends Moshe to deliver the people. He an angel, Malachim, messenger of Jehovah, appeared to Moshe as he was tending the flock at Horeb. Moshe was also a shepherd prior to his call. You see, a shepherd is one who tends to the flock and herds, but also to the people. We all have the spirit to be a divine shepherd. One who tends to the people. One who helps to uplift and bless the people of the Most High. The angel manifested, the messenger manifested by way of a burning bush, which was not consumed by the fire. That burning bush will later be represented in the sanctuary by way of the menorah. The menorah. For the Holy of Holies is the manifestation of the burning bush on the mountain that Moses saw. That bush can also represent the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, as well as the tree of life from the Garden of Eden. Moses was told to remove his shoes because the place in which he treaded was holy ground. Hallelujah. Yeah, the name of Yahuwah was revealed to Moshe in the 26th generation. And ironically, the letters showed, hey, why 
equals 26. Yod is 10. Hay is 5. Wild is 6. Hay is 5. Again, we can see divine messages even in the numerical aspect of our holy scriptures. Don't be afraid of the numerical aspect of our scriptures. The most I intended for us to glean knowledge, wisdom, and understanding from both the Hebrew letters and its numerical value. In the book of Exodus chapter 3, verse 17, the most I advised Moshe that he was making, making good on the promise made to Abraham, our forefather. In the book of Genesis chapter 15, verse 13 and 14, which was a promise to bring the children of Israel out of bondage in the fourth generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give praise unto Jehovah because his word never comes back void or unfulfilled. Therefore, we should have faith in modern times. But the prophecies we read, week in and week out, will come to pass. We must allow ourselves to be recipients of the righteousness and the blessings of those prophecies. Those prophecies. See, in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 18, it emphasizes just how important the elders were in the Hebraic society, even in captivity. Even in captivity, our elders are important. It is a divine resource that we must, again, align ourselves with. We must look to our elders for knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and guidance. Mose did so in the Egyptian captivity, and we should do so in the modern times, in the various lands of our campus. The Zakwanim, also known as the elders or the wise ones, were commanded to go to Pharaoh along with Mose to demand the freedom of the chosen people. The manner in which we would make our exodus was also disclosed to Mose. And the Mosai equipped Mosai with signs in Exodus chapter 4. Signs to increase the faith of the people in attempts of causing all who beheld the signs to believe. And the Mosai will also give us signs in this day and age. Will we be receptive to the signs? Will we believe? The signs from the Mosai that were given to Mosai were as follows. Number one, Moshe's rod was turned into a serpent. Number two, Moshe's hand became leprous. The book of Exodus chapter 4, verse 6, became as white as snow. Let me elaborate on sign number two. Moshe's hand turned white. This would not be a significant sign if he was a man of European descent. As modern-day Western theologians and rabbis would have you to believe. This was a melanated man, man with color. It was obvious that Moshe was a man of color. Otherwise, the sign of his hand turning leprous or white as snow would be of no significance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The signs that were given to Moshe were to reassure him that he would be equipped with the necessary tools to cause the people to believe him and hearken to his voice. 
But the Most High equipped the divine messengers in modern times with the same tools. Tools that will cause the people to believe and hearken and walk in righteousness. Proving that the Most High would never demand of anything that we could not do. Always remember that the Most High is fair, just, and equitable. And everything that we need to bring forth to perform His will is already embedded within us. But most they lack confidence as a result of their deficiencies, just as many of us do in this day and age. Most they lack confidence because he did not see himself as an articulate man. The most I even went as far as to promise to divinely inspire Moshe's words, as well as to teach him the thing in which he would speak. In addition, the most I gave Moshe his very own brother Aaron to assist him. As his spokesman. Remember, we serve the same Elohim. The Most High will inspire our words and our spirit. In this day and age, he placed within the metaphysical part of us that which we should speak to his people in the various families of the earth. As our beloved brother Moray Yermiyahu said earlier, learn to trust your righteous spirit. Learn to trust that still small voice that speaks to us on a daily basis. Also remember that the Most High will send individuals to assist you in your divine mission. Never forget that. Just as he did with Moshe, he would do it with you. We serve the same Elohim. We're cut from the same cloth. Moshe exemplified humility in his acceptance of his newly Defined role as prophet. Was not arrogant or haughty when assigned his leadership role. Be wary of leaders who never display humility. Be wary of leaders who appear to be arrogant and haughty. Their leadership roles. Be wary of leaders who thirst to be your leader, because this was clearly not the spirit of Moshe. Hallelujah. Moshe then leaves Jethro, and his wife Zippor circumcised their son Eshkel. Several bits of information and insight we can glean from Exodus chapter 4, verses 18 through 31. Number one, we can clearly see the all-encompassing details of the relationship between Moshe and Yetro. Moshe was more than a son-in-law. He was also an employee. He was employed by Jethro. He was a servant to Jethro. And he clearly respected Jethro and sought his approval to embark on his new divine mission. He didn't just turn up a wall. He didn't have an absence without permission. He wasn't a no-call or no-show. He counseled with Jethro before he embarked on his new mission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which lets us know that he clearly respected Jethro and sort of approved to embark on his new divine mission. Hallelujah. 
what transpired between his initial fugitive status and the point in which he communicates with the Most High. You see, the Book of Yashir and rabbinical scholars say that that time frame was 40 years. Number three, he did not put his family in harm's way. He left his son and his wife behind before embarking on his new humanitarian mission. Let us learn from that. Before we embark on our missions, even if it is something to bring forth the will of the Creator, let us protect those who are most vulnerable in our midst. Our wives, our children. Never bring your children in harm's way. Never bring your wife in harm's way. Always be a protector of your family. Number four, it's a good thing to be called to carry out the will of the Most High and perform humanitarian efforts. But we must make sure to protect the best interests of our families in the process. And those who are responsible for prayer to doing so. You see, Moshe did not do this. Obvious by the fact that the Most High sought to slay Moshe's firstborn son because he failed to cause him to enter into the covenant of circumcision. And this was a precedent established seven generations prior to Abraham. Oh, I'm sorry, seven generations prior with Abraham. You see, the Torah gave us an example of a true healthy, as articulated in the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 18. Moshe needed help from his counterpart, and she fulfilled his need by circumcising her shown. But this was something that Moshe should have done before he departed on his new divine mission as a humanitarian, as the deliverer of the children of Israel. So I say that to say this. Let us always remember that charity begins at home. Let us always remember to fortify our own before we go out to help strengthen and fortify others. And it's not being selfish. It's just a proper order in which we should even bring forth the will of the Creator. And that starts within your own house, with your own family. Only then can we go out to help to embed the world. And always remember that we can do them both simultaneously. We can work within our own family structure to make sure things are righteous, working in accordance with the will of the Creator, while doing and putting forth our humanitarian efforts of bringing righteousness to the world. The children of Israel were identified in this portion as the firstborn son of Yahweh in the book of Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. You see, this right here is a Christian field because they'll tell you that J.C. or Christ was the only begotten son. Well, the Torah tells us differently. The Torah tells us that the children of Israel is the firstborn son of the Most High. Therefore, how could this false Messiah 
that the Christians speak about be the only begotten son when Yisrael was the firstborn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Simultaneously, the most I sends Aaron to meet his brother Moshe and Mahore. Moshe and Aaron then gathered the Zakarim, the elders of Israel, again showing how important the elders are in the reconstruction of this divine nation. How important the elders are in our liberation and our freedom. How important the elders are in our divine movement. The collaborative effort of Moshe and Aaron and the elders of Yisrael lets us know that it truly takes teamwork to make the dream work. So we must bridge the gap. We must reconnect with our source of wisdom, which is our elders. In this day and age, there's a big divide or gap. There's a space between the elders and my generation. There's a big divide between my generation in the younger generation, we must bring all these generations together in the name of Yehovah. That is the unity that the Torah brings to the table. That is the unity that the Torah is articulating to our spirit, to the metaphysical part of us in this day and age when we read these types of portions. Again, this emphasizes the importance of elders in the Hebraic society. Not using that resources, that resources like cutting off our nose to spite our face. Let us reconnect with that valuable, valuable resource in our midst. It was also important to note that the people believed in most days, calling, which was evident in the fact that they bowed and worshipped Yahweh because they realized that the Most High did indeed remember them. Hallelujah. In the book of Exodus, which promotes chapter 5, unfortunately, Pharaoh's heart was hardened by Yehovah, which caused him to increase the burden of Israel. And there's a valuable lesson that we can learn from this fact alone, which shows us that sometimes things will get a lot worse before it gets any better. But that does not mean that Yah's not with you. That does not mean you will not prevail over your adversity. And in the book of Exodus chapter 6, yet still the most high promise to free his people from the land of Israel, from the land of captivity, from the land of bondage. And the most high has promised to do the same for us in this day. Be those who are a remnant of righteousness that will be called to once again be the head and not the tail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, our Torah is found in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah prophesied during the 8th century BCE during the reign of Uziah, Yotam, Ahaz, Hezekiah, all kings of Yehuda. The book is 66 chapters in total. 
It is the largest prophetic book in the Tanakh. The first 35 chapters comprises prophecies and discourses concerning Judah and other nations, including the nation of Israel, which is the focal point of this week's Hathorah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This week's Hathorah or Mahathir is found in the book of Isaiah, Yeshiahu, chapter 27, verse 6, and it reads from chapter 28, verse 13. It also includes chapter 29, verses 22 and 23. The Sator parallels the Sidra in respect to the promise of redemption made by the Mosai to Isaiah, just as he did with Moshe at the burning bush. Isaiah speaks of the future redemption of Hebrews while simultaneously admonishing the people over their behavior. Isaiah speaks of the day in which the seed of Yaakov will take root and once again blossom in the divinely promised land. Hallelujah. He speaks of Yah's mercy for his people and Yah's judgment against Egypt, who was a very formidable adversary to the Most High's chosen people. So I promised by way of Isaiah to gather the remnant one by one, alluding to a redemption by way of a gradual process. This won't be an overnight type of redemption. Yet still, the dry bones are awakened. They're coming together again. The singing muscles with the breath and spirit of Jehovah our power. May that redemption process continue to take place even in our very midst in this day and age. Because the shofar will again be blown in the divinely promised land by the chosen people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Most High rebukes Ephraim, the leader of the northern kingdom, and all who join to him for drunkenness. Let's elaborate on the drunkenness of Ephraim. This was a figurative. This was a figurative type of description. And it refers to Ephraim's excessive pride of authority and their corrupted leaders, not to mention a literal interpretation of overindulging in the vain pleasures of life, which is something that we all must guard ourselves against. Let us refrain from the vain pleasures of life, the things that will diminish the number of our days, the things that will diminish the number of our people. You see, these are all major defects that did and will act as a stumbling block in our pursuit of righteousness. These are things we have to guard ourselves against in this day and age. And my doctor ends on a positive note, informing the righteous that we will no longer be ashamed because the works of Yah's hands will be in the midst of his people, and we will exalt the name of Yehoah Sabaoth once again. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. And in closing, there are seven principles that I would like to emphasize that will be beneficial to us in our spiritual journey of life. Number one, 
divine protection. Always remember that our captors lack the fear of Yehovah, but they fear us. And as a result, they will attempt to undermine the welfare and well-being of our people. So always be sure to protect your best interests by walking in the law, statutes, and commandments of Yehovah our God. Hence lies our umbrella of protection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, fight against the adversary and recognize the tactics of the adversary. Be careful not to be infiltrated and influenced by our adversaries. Never allow yourself to become a taskmaster to God's enemies. Be like Sifra and Pua. If you are a member of the nation, be sure to be courageous and rebel against the agenda of those who are against the chosen people, like the daughter of Pharaoh, who rebelled against her father's decree and saved Moshe alive and raised him as her own. Be brave, be courageous, be faithful, like the mother of Moshe. And you will prevail against the adversary. You will prevail against adversity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number three, remember the character of Moshe. Let's note the character of our beloved prophet. He was meek. He was humble. Yet he was a gentle man. He was a warrior. He was a soldier and a shepherd, a shepherd of God's people. He was meek, he was humble, he was a gentleman, yet he was a warrior, he was a soldier, he was a shepherd of God's people. Meekness, humility, and a kind spirit that needed to lead God's people. And that leader or those leaders must be a warrior shepherd as it relates to protecting the best interests and welfare of God's people. This is not the time to have weak men in leadership positions. Let us never confuse meekness and humility with being weak. You can be like no shame. You can be meek. You can be humble. You can be a gentleman, but yet you can have the spirit of a warrior. You can be a soldier, and you can be a shepherd of God's people. Number four, cry out to Yah. Always remember to cry out unto Yahweh. Let your voice be a familiar voice. In times of distress, Seek Yah's face. In times of goodness and blessings, seek Yah's face. Always remember to cry out unto Yahweh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number five. Remember the importance of the Holy Land. The significance of Eretz Israel. Is emphasizing the fact that Moshe was told to remove his shoes because he stood on holy land. Always remember, the world could be likened to a body 
Eretz Yisrael would be the heart. Righteousness is meant to flow through all the earth. And the source of that righteousness originates in the divinely promised land. But the chosen people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember the role of the elders. Remember the importance of the elders, also known as the Sakhalim, in the great society. Elders are needed in our redemptive process. Elders are our source of guidance, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Let us take full advantage of that divine resource that is placed in our midst. Number seven. Let us learn from our mistakes. Let us learn from the mistakes of these clients and be sure not to have false pride. Not to be drunken for authority. Let us remember not to have corrupt leaders. And let us be sure not to indulge in the vanities of life. Let us all have the strength to go beyond ourselves and serve the most high in truth and in right. This course, this course teaches us that the most high works through both genders, both male and female alike. He did it in the days of old, and he still does in modern times. Never underestimate the role of our women in that redemption process. Let us always be sure to meditate in this book of the law and apply the concepts and quotes therein to ensure that we all remain tall-minded throughout our spiritual journey of life. As always, remember that you are worthy, that you are beautiful, and that you are loved. Let us remember that you are protected and blessed by the best. Let us also remember that our potential is unlimited because our heritage is sacred. Hallelujah. What a beautiful portion. Oh, history is so rich. Oh, my goodness. Can you understand how important we were and are to society? You know, even with our own people, sometimes we don't understand how threatened we are. We are in large number threatened across the board. Back when we were in Egypt, you know, this child being born to this Levitical family, we I'm sure they may not have understood how important that birth was at the time. But when you are in pain and you're suffering and the name of the game is survival, and they were just simply trying to survive. And what was very key is what Moray has been saying throughout the entire time. Don't forget to cry out to Yah. He heard those voices when they cried out. And so Moshe was born as an answer to all of that crying out. And isn't it an amazing set of history, the words that are placed there for us, 
so that we can be encouraged and inspired to be not fearful of anything or anybody but the creator. How amazing is Yah when he says to, you know, have the faith, and you see through, like, Shifra and Pua, they kept the faith. I mean, yeah, it was scary, scary times, scary situation. Hey, you do or you die, that type of thing. And then he's like, listen, I'm going to die anyway, right? So I might as well die doing the right thing. That is an amazing thing to hear, that there are people, there were people then, and there's still people now that would rather die the right thing than to die doing evil. So when we're surviving, just keep that in mind. Let's do the right thing. Moshe was an excellent mentor. He was a great example on how to continue in your faith to the creator, even when it doesn't seem like it's a whole lot to be faithful about. When they placed this baby in the basket on the Nile River, do you know, do you think they knew where it was going to end up? You know, do we know what her intentions were for this child other than just saving his life? Well, I know that if we take a step, the creator will continue with those two two steps. Or if he takes two steps, just take one. Go close. Go close to the most high. Let him see that your actions are befitting somebody who are faithful to him and his words. And that deserves, you know, this opportunity. I'm so grateful. When I read these stories, they're not just stories. This is our history. This is what happened to our people. I'm sure she didn't have a clue that this was going to end up, this this basket was going to end up in the hands of the Pharaoh's daughter of all the peoples. But, however, she did put them in the Nile River, so there was a section, and they knew that these women were going to be out here bathing. Perhaps they were hoping for something good to happen. And clearly you can see that we must have looked alike. We must have been, you know, close in appearance, at least the complexion, because uh, Moshe was thought to be one of those um, Egyptians. So let's just keep it keep it in mind, keep it in perspective, and never stop crying out to the Creator. Toda, 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 more Uziah. I can go on for days. This portion is 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 beautiful to me. I love our history. I love how. It has been left on record, and we can just pick it apart a little here, a little there, and be inspired and encouraged because we're the same people. There are nothing other than time and, and the situations that are different. We're the same people. The DNA is running through us. Speaking of that DNA, isn't it awesome when you read about the Eve gene? Go and read about the Eve gene. Tell me how you think about it next time we speak. But this has been such an awesome um, undertaking that Moray Uziah has done for many years. We have had him break down the portion uh, from front to back, from cover to cover. And I'm so grateful for his life, for his family's lives, all that are attached to him by love and by spirit. May the Most High continue to bless and keep his family. We're going to continue. We're going to move forward down the line. Uh, before we do, is there any thoughts 
thoughts that would like to be expressed right now, raise your hand, star five star, and we would love to hear from you. Um, I'm just, I'm extremely grateful for this opportunity, this time right now. We know that there's not going to be another time like unto it. This is it. This is what we have. And so while we have that time, we ask the Most High to bless us and to keep us and to hold us up. All right, let me see where Ako Adira is, and then we're going to go into the health spot. All right. I just want to make sure everybody knows that, um, and this is just a public service announcement, that if you want to continue to travel freely um, from country to country, city to city, getting on an airplane, um, you are going to want to go ahead and apply for your real ID as soon as possible. DMVs all across the country is going to be completely packed for the next several months. The closer to the 10-month deadline, um, the closer it's going to be more more and, and less accessible. It's going to be harder and harder to get the closer we are to the deadline. And for those of you that don't know what I'm speaking about, look up the real ID. Google it. Oh, or look on your internet, um, ask questions in your neighborhood, but the real ID is something that is going to be required of every U.S. citizen, from my understanding, to travel with, uh, to cash your checks with. It's, it's, it's going to be your new license. Even if your license is not expired yet, by the 10th month of this year, everybody is going to need to have a real ID. So if you're going to DMV with your license, you're going to also need to take your Social Security card, maybe proof of um, address, and whatever other identification that you have. Because just a passport to travel is not going to be enough. Just a regular license or a state-issued ID will not be enough. They're getting very, very serious and tight with these uh, new policies and these rules and regulations and uh, being able to identify you. So, yeah, do you want to choose the red pill or the blue pill? It's up to you. Either way, you're still going to need to have a real ID so that you can be able to get what you need. So I just want to give that information to you. It's very important that you be informed, and informed people are powerful people, and we are power. When we're together, we stick together, we stick to the and the rest uh, fall where they may. But I just wanted to share that information with you. It's very important to um, be up on that. You don't want to get caught in a line trying to cash your check or uh, get on the airplane and get turned away because you don't have an ID, the proper ID. Okay. So um, any other thoughts? Do we have any uh, conferences coming up? All right. Y'all share that information with me if you find out. I definitely want to make sure that everybody is in the know. We want to be informed. Um, in the meantime, like I said before, I want to thank Moray Uzi. I thank his family. Thank all of the sisters and the brothers who have done a magnificent job keeping this prayer line going with the knowledge and the wisdom that they share with us week after week. with From the PTSSD, we spill the coffee, and uh, the psalm service. Uh, this would not be 
possible without your voices, without having your heart in tune with volunteering to read these psalms and giving glory to the creator. There would be no reason for a prayer line if there was no you. So we appreciate you joining us Shabbat after Shabbat to give glory to the creator. We also appreciate those sisters that come on during the week. I break down the Torah portion during the week, usually on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, first part on on uh, Shalishi and uh, Ravii for the uh, second part. And we do a lot of reading. Um, the James Allen um, Mind is Master. We are in the process, and that book is so big, it has all the compilations of James Allen's writings there, and we read that book periodically as well. And we discuss current events and things that go along with uh, building this nation and loving on our sisters, and we, I do this every single day before I go to work. That is my first job and has been for years, to get up read psalms, meditation, give glory to the creator. This comes before my first job, which is, you know, go out there and make money. That is not my first job. This is my first job, giving honor and glory to the Most High. So uh, faithfully, every day, Monday through Friday, we get here on this prayer line and we give Yah the glory. We pray on the behalf of the sisters and brothers across the nation, wherever you may be, your families, um, we do a healing prayer. Imat Aliyah does it every morning. We thank her for it. And uh, I quote tears as she plays music in the morning. So, I mean, we have a full morning before any of us get started with our regular day. So I just want to give thanks and praise to the Most High for that. I also want to honor the Creator for the health spot. Uh, Ako Adira brings forth such knowledgeable, useful and um, restorative information to help keep us healthy. Uh, one of the main reasons why the health spot started is because people couldn't focus on Torah-minded because they weren't feeling so well. They were hurting. They were uh, feeling down, feeling sorrowful, um, pains in the body. And a lot of the times, how can you focus on anything if you're not feeling well? And so uh, we started giving out helpful tips, helpful uh, hints and tips on um, how to get healthy for that moment. So one of the things I remember was the, the red or the purple uh, onions. That was, uh, people were sick, I mean literally sick, sneezing, coughing, ugh, it was ugly. And everybody was just sick. So I, I don't remember the sister who offered this information, I believe it may have been Gavir Masura, but she um, advised us to cut up the onions, slice them, put them in your socks, and then go to bed. And then also to, uh, like, open jars in the corners of your houses just to, to grab the, the, the impurities and the toxins even out of the air. You remember your grandma used to put garlic up and hang them up all over the place? That too. But the onion... It could draw that sickness right out through your feet. And that started the conversation on health, healthy things, healthy topics, and it grew. It, it was advised to me to make this a regular thing. So I said, okay, you know, can I have somebody to volunteer to help out? The same way I'm asking now. I'm looking for volunteers 
or someone that you may know that has a great message or has a valuable information that they can share. I'm looking for a new lineup of guests speakers. Even if they were old guest speakers before, we need them to come back. So if you know anybody, please email me at kokaviat at gmail.com. That's C-O-C-A-V like Victor, Y-A-H at gmail.com. Kokaviat, my first name, always easy to remember, kokaviat at gmail.com. That way we can um, get the ball rolling on uh, having these conversations with these leaders and, and, and prospective uh, spoken word artists because that's what it is. Anybody that can inspire Israel is a spoken word artist to me. Also, um, don't forget to, to, to pray for those that are in these countries that are dealing with the fires, the mudslides, I mean, sinkholes galore. We have people in all four corners of the earth, the most, the most high scattered us all over the place. So wherever we are, we need to pray on the behalf of that, that place. You know, like Moray said earlier, cry out. Don't forget to cry out to Yah. He heard us when we cried out. It's very extremely important to cry out and do it collectively during the same time, perhaps. That's why it's important that the sisters on the prayer line every morning come together at the same time so that we can give glory to the Most High. It's a, it's a routine, but it's not routine. This is something that is very intentional, and I pray that the Creator bless the efforts. Uh, as we wait on the very... I'm going to uh, open the line, like I said, again, for your comments, questions, or concerns up until this point. Akot Yakina, you have the floor. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Opa'am family. Just another little small added tip along with what you were saying about the onions. Um, so that does work. Um, I have a personal thing with it because I just hate sleeping with socks on, but, you know, sometimes you have to make choices. Like, do I want to get better or do I want to sleep with this socks on? But um, also be very careful because onions do um, automatically attract things in the air and especially um, disease and germs that are in the air. Be very mindful of salad bars and things like that. Um, you go someplace where, you know, you want to add onions to your burger. Um, don't do it or ask them to slice a fresh one for you. I never use pre-sliced onions from anywhere because those onions are grabbing everything um, everything around them all day long. So I don't even know why that's not of all the rules and regulations they have in, um, you know, food prep world, that that's not something that they highlight. But I guess it just makes it easier to have them ready, but it's not healthy and good for you. So you can also be making yourself sick by taking in other people's germs that have um, already been soaked into these pre-sliced onions. So... Um, it's a small but very important tip because it works both ways. And then the second thing, there was something else you said that made me, I can't remember what it was. Something else you said sparked me and I, I and left me again. But if I remember, I'll, I'll raise my hand again. But I wow. definitely wanted to see that. That is a, a powerful uh public service announcement, Ako, 
Um, because like I said, the onions, you cut them up and you leave them open in a jar or something in the corner of your house and it's supposed to pull the impurities out of the air. So how much more so when you're in the restaurant, you never know what is attracting. And I'm allergic to onions, so I I wouldn't even do it. Okay. But, but let me tell you something. I have seen it done and it works. Yes. It works. Yes. That is amazing. But that that he gave us something for everything, you know, and just mm-hmm. just are thankful to him to um tap into we tap into those things, you know, and, and share them with one another. Because sometimes we just don't think I like onions in my salad, you know, but I don't want your pre-sliced onion. I'll go home and add my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> That got me rethinking my, um, well, I use frozen onions because I'm allergic to them. I cannot be cutting, touching it on the, it's the, the, the stuff that's on the, oh, anyway, the smell, the, the look, the everything. Um, so but them is fine. It's not the same. Once they sit out in the air, it's like a magnet okay. for germ and disease. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense, and I appreciate that. That that is a public service announcement if I've ever heard one before. Please be mindful, be careful. Uh, you know, my father used to say uh, about. Uh, mm, oh my goodness, it just slipped my mind. Uh, when common sense not being so common, that's what it is. Common sense is not so common. It's not like you just know these things anymore because we don't have grandmas that sit around and the children sit at their feet and they learn. Or We don't have that, that type of thing anymore. So we have to really dig in and do some research and, and, and really be on top of our knowledge. We don't want to keep dying for a lack of it. Okay, let me see. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to die for it, but I don't know where the various shot uh, <laughs> The idea is. So I'm just going to go straight to the open expression session. So if anybody wants to express themselves, you missed the opportunity to read a psalm. If you are a spoken word artist and you have a speech for us now, we would love to hear it. Uh, whatever it is that's on your heart before we uh, turn it over and say shalom. So this is your time. Yisrael Shabbat Shalom. Yakina, how is... Um, how is our brother doing? Is he ready to do some precepting for us today? I would love to hear it. Let me tell you, he is partaking in the beautiful, sweet gift of rest this Shabbat. <laughs> this man is, I was waiting for that. <laughs> he worked so hard, and mm. um, he was. And then, then he, you know, he, you know, he. Not that everybody needs to know, but he comes in in the middle of the night. And I always wonder and I feel like, do I not have enough energy because, you know, I go to sleep and I need a certain amount of hours of sleep. And he comes in in the middle of the night, then he's up again before me, and he's at the table precepting and, and getting into the word. And it's like, when do you sleep? But now, okay, so he's sleeping today. Maybe he takes one day a month. I don't know. He's doing something different than the rest of us. But he seems to be taking today to rejuvenate. He's been or morning, and it's surprising. Me and Tyler keep peeking in on him, like, is he all right in there? Because this is different for us. That is beautiful that he can actually enjoy the Shabbat that way. You know, um, 
Yeah, I think my my E sometimes is a Superman too. I'm like, where's your cape? Did you put it in the cleaners or something? Because I don't know how you woke and you you just don't get any sleep. So yeah, you know, my brother used to say, I sleep. I'm I'll sleep when it's over. When it's a wrap for me, they say sleep is the cousin of death. So I'll sleep when it's over. I'm like, okay. But um, no, we need our wrap. That's what Shabbat is for. And so I hope and pray that if you're tired like that, that you're not neglecting yourself, not neglecting your own self. Get some rest. Good, good job. Okay, Yamala. Yeah, I'm you, you, something, but I just need a few minutes to press. So if someone else's hand is raised, let them go, and I'll jump back in. Sounds like a plan. Okay, if someone else's hands raised, shalom, everybody. I hope everybody is feeling well today. Um, it's been a pleasure being your hostess. Uh, I just would love to hear your voices and let me know that I'm not here by myself. I know it's you and me, Yakina, but who else is here? Anybody else like to address us out loud? Shabbat shalom to you all. You know, um, the atmosphere is um, very violent, so we have to make sure that we keep some positivity in, in light of the violence, making sure that we don't get caught up we have to stay prayed up. Don't forget that the creator is in charge, so don't be so afraid. You know, be like Shifra and Pua. Yeah, they had the, the Pharaoh giving them some horrible instructions, but you got to listen to that. Who you fear more, the creator or do you fear man? So I'm just I'm taking the page, and I pray that the creator will bless our efforts. Uh, Colt, yes, Shana, it's good to hear from you, Bokwato. Yeah, it's still bow queer. This 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 morning is going rather quickly, and we're almost done. What happened? I don't know. Time. Anyway, Shabbat Shalom. What's on your mind? Well, great souls, Mishpaka. Shabbat Shalom. I'm joining very late because I was enjoying the Shabbat day with some rest too. This week has been very busy for me, but I thank the Most High that I made it through and I accomplished the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to just. Speak from my heart. You know, first I wish that everybody on the line and even those that are not on the line have a wonderful, blessed, and restorative Shabbat day because that's what it's for. But um, I've just been feeling a lot of feelings lately, you know, been very emotional. And um, I didn't write anything. I would like to read a psalm as well, but I just would like to openly express what's in my heart at this moment. So if you will, I will do so at this time. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things, you created me, you created us, you created all things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand that because you are is the reason that I am. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, thy holy rock and thy holy redeemer. Most high on this Shabbat day, I get on the prayer line that you have divinely placed in the midst of the people for us to openly express ourselves, to to share wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. I thank you, Most High, for this prayer line and for this gift because everybody don't have it nor to some even want it. I thank you, Most High, for this breath that you give me to allow me to speak 
to allow me to reason, to allow me to create the poetry that you've put inside of me. I thank you, Most High, for my sisters and brothers who diligently seek thy face when they wake up and when they go to sleep. I ask you to be with them, protect them, and keep them as they go to and from. I ask you to hear their prayers when they call upon you, Most High, as well as mine and my family's too. For Most High, you are everything, and we truly, truly love you with our whole heart and soul. And in this time that you have prophesied long ago that Yisrael would go through troubles in a time like we've never seen before, we ask you to help us to gird our loins and be our strength in this time. Because even those that are closest to us, if they're not strong enough, can be used against us. And that's a difficult challenge to take. So most high most powerful creator of all things. We ask you to continue to bless us with your mercy, your grace, your forgiveness, and your guidance in everything that we say and do. And if we've done anything to offend thee, please show us that we may correct ourselves and ultimately please you, not even ourselves. Without you, we have nothing. With you, we have everything. Most high, most powerful, you put these words in my mouth. You put these words in my heart. I didn't put a pen to paper, and I didn't even know how to start. But you give me the confidence and will to speak to my people, my sisters and brothers, the ones that you set aside for your divine purpose. I ask you to help me to be a light and never a hindrance. I ask you to help me to guard the words and the things that come out of my mouth so that I'm not forward and I'm not leaning onto my own understanding. I ask you, Most High, in this day and every day to come forth to be with me and all of Israel. Protect us and our families to order our steps according to your word so that we may succeed and that we may live long again in the earth. Mosiah, I thank you for this holy Shabbat day. For without it, there would be no way for us to see and understand just how awesome of a creator and merciful and the love that you have for us, yeah? People are going to and from, losing their minds, doing all kinds of things, except surrendering to you and your will. So I ask you, Most High, for you created everything from the trees, the bees, the ants, and us human species, as well as the other species in the other galaxies. We ask you to continue to bring us together, to iron, sharpen iron for one another, to be truthful, compassionate, and kind with our words. But when it's time for us to fight and to speak, sometimes harshly, let us not be afraid to do that either.
Let us have the confidence to know that you are with us. You are the only creator. So on this Shabbat day and every day, every second, every minute, every hour, we will be mindful of thee to know that you are looking down upon us to see how we go, how we do, not just on the Shabbat day, but the other six days too. I thank you, Most High, for life, health, and strength, for the abilities to do all things, for no other species on this earth has been given free will like you've given to man and woman. So help us to do right in the sight of thy eyes so that we may live long again, past four score, that our years will be doubled and tripled and more. We thank you, Most High, for consoling us during the time of mourning and grief, famine, disease, sickness and illnesses that plague our families. Ezekiel 14 says, in that day of trouble, we can't save no one but ourselves. That's a harsh pill to swallow, but we got to swallow it and save ourselves in order to possibly help save someone else. So I thank you. I thank you with all my heart and soul. And now that I've found you, I will never, ever let you go. For people come and say, why do you do that? Why do you do this? Are you Jewish? Are you this? Are you that? At the end of the day, I am your daughter. I am a child of the Most High. Forget about religion and circular division. I just want to be in that number, in that remnant. And I hope that I see my sisters and brothers, too, because I want them to be in that remnant, too. I fear thee. You didn't give us the spirit of fear, but when it comes to you, we fear you. Because how can we not? We have to give that reference to you. For you are all righteous, all truth. And without you, we cease to exist. We turn back to dust and then that's it. Toda. Hello, yeah. Wow. And those were the words from off the top of your head. Y'all give it up for our coat, Yashana. Great job. Hold on. That was beautiful. Hallelujah. Yeah. Awesome, y'all. Wow. All right. So that's the tone that has been set for you, our coat, (laughs) Yashina. Have fun with that. Have fun with that. All right. Well, it's your turn. I call Yakina Toda. I call Yashana. Very beautiful. Look forward to hearing more from you. All right, sister. All praises to the Most High. Um, oh man, Big Sis Yashana. Um, Toda to the Most High. May He continue to bless 
the meditation of your mind and the words of your mouth. Um, that was beautifully put together. It was comforting to my soul, like soul food, you know. That was just um, amazing. I'm, I'm like full now. That was really comforting. And um, the timing was also amazing. The most high is present this morning. All praise to his name. Um, what I was going to say earlier, sis, was um, to the point of praying together. Um, that is, um, it's always important to approach the master, and it is becoming increasingly more important for us to approach him as one. So um, on that point, we've also been reading um, a psalm, picking a psalm to read at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Western Time. Um just to read and, and try to link in spirit with the creator. You know, there's so many things going on. It's the Shabbat. I'm not going to bring out anything um, controversial. We'll have other conversations. But I, if you have noticed, have not been saying the name. Um, I'll say the Motai. It just keeps us on one accord, you know. We have to research and re-research and become babies again when it comes to this word and the things that we've been fed by our enemies. So I've just been very careful in my approach to the master, trying to be in proper alignment with him. Um, separate from that, um, I had a, a Shifra and Pua thing. That put me in a frame of mind. You were talking about that. I did not hear all of Moray's breakdown, but I heard your comments at the end. And um, not that it was anything, you know, that serious or, or like when they put Moshe in the water and stuff like that, but... I had an odd experience this week. You know, someone had asked me to come and help them pray for their family and their home and a newborn. And the energy was just, you know, low tove in the household. And then during that day, a lot of weird things happened. The adversary was really trying to pull my spirit away from being able to align myself to do this thing. Um, and as I spoke about the things that were happening, I walked into a situation that is not common where I live, you know. Um, I live kind of like, you know, residential area. And um, there was a mob of young people. I had to go to a bus stop to pick up a child, another child. I had two small children with me, my own being one. And they were so rowdy, and their mouths were so foul. And the spirit and the negativity upon them, it was just so saddening to my soul because these are our children. And... um I wasn't afraid, but I felt very apprehensive to say anything to them. I just clung to my babies and kept them close to me, and it was just like a really wow moment. Like, this is the time we're living in where you can't say anything to the youth. And, you know, I teach my babies to pray. I teach them to pray in and out the door all the time and try to draw them close to the most high because, Things are changing. Things are certainly changing around us. So the more that we can link ourselves together and it's kind of like, you know, reaching out and stretching out and joining hands, but spiritually, um, those prayer times and things are important. We have to reconnect ourselves to our power source. It's going to be very um, needed in the coming time. As at the Motai, continue to um, keep us strong, to keep women upstream, to stay connected and to stay away from the negativity, to not be drowned by it, to not let it make us sad, to make us sick, that we just persevere to know what it is and do what we have to do. 
Um, so I wanted to say that, and with that being said, um, the psalm that we had for last evening was 103, so I'm just going to read those words and ask the Most High to kindly bless this word and everyone under the sound of my voice. Baruch, O Most High, O my being, and all that is within me. His Kwadosh name, Baruch, O Most High, O my being, and do not forget all his dealings. Who forgives all your wickedness? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your high from destruction? Who crowns you with kindness and compassion? Who satisfies your desire with the good? With the good, your youth is renewed like the eagle. Most high is doing righteousness and right ruling for all the oppressed. And he made known his ways to Moshe, his acts to the children of Israel. Most High is compassionate and showing favor, patient and great in kindness. He does not always strive nor maintain it forever. He has not done to us according to our sins, toda, 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 nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the Shemaim are high above the earth, so great is his kindness towards those who revere him. As far as east is west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion for his children, so the father has compassion for those who revere him. For he knows how we are made. He remembers that we are dust. A man's days are as grass as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind blows over it, and it is no more. And its place, is no, its place no longer remembers it. But the kindness of the Most High is from everlasting to everlasting upon those who revere him, and his righteousness to his children's children, to those who guard his covenant, and to those who remember his orders to do them. The Most High has established his throne in the Shemayim, and his reign shall rule over all. Baruch, O Father. <clears throat> His messengers, you, his messengers, mighty in power, who do his word, listening to the voice of his word. Baruch, O Most High, all you, his host, you, his servants, who do his pleasure. Baruch, O Most High, all his work, in all places of his rule. Baruch, O Most High, O my being. Baruch, O Most High, O my being. All praises to the Most High, the Master and Creator of all. Um, just asking that He continue to keep us all strong in His words, and He allow us our spirits to be open to His will and His word, and not the commandments, traditions, and teachings of men. Have a blessed Shabbat, family. Hallelujah. Ah. I love, love Psalms 103, one of my all-time favorites. It's an exercise for your internal to give glory to the Most High without thought. It's like an automatic mechanism, like breathing. I think it's super important to life. Toda for sharing that. That was awesome. Wow. All right, I call Yashana what we ping ponging back and forth. It's your turn. <laughs> What's on your heart today? Shabbat Shalom Ota'am. 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 Shabbat
Shabbat Shalom. I just had to gather myself because when the Most High puts the spirit upon me to say certain things, you know, it, it, it's, it's emotional, you know, and um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it, it's a good emotional feeling, you know. I'm just a big old, you know, as they say, a wet, <laughs> a wet cotton ball. You just, you just push it and water come out. But um, you know, I, I, I cry when I laugh, you know. I, I cry for a lot of reasons, but I'm I'm grateful that my tears these days aren't because I'm in pain or because I'm sick or because I'm in mourning. So I thank the Most High for every lesson and every blessing, you know, because um, he has a greater purpose for us all beyond even our own understanding. And I, I, I just thank him for his mercy and his grace and his continued favor. You know, because he didn't have to show us no favor. We are all sinners. We have no great works of our own other than, you know, we are striving to please the Most High and to help his people the best we can, those who want to be helped, because we know that sometimes trying to help people can be the biggest fight that we come up against, those we love, you know because they don't want to change their ways, you know. And at the end of the day, we have to realize that we can't change anyone but ourselves. And that's where we, the biggest fight comes in, because as we change and as we grow and as we begin to know certain things, it separates us from the masses in a very big way. And we have to learn how to dwell alone and know that, even in that aloneness, we are not alone. And um, my beautiful sister, Yakina, Shabbat Shalom to you and your beautiful family. I miss seeing your, your face and pinching your cheeks. But I'll see you soon in, in this coming year, I'm sure of it. As well as you, Kokavia, I need to hug you up because the last time I seen you, we were shopping for fabric. And, you know, I'm I'm just grateful <laughs> For this line, you know, even Yaima, you know, I miss you guys, you know, and I and I pray that someday I'm able to travel to Guyana, you know, because that's where my eldest son's father is from. Even though he never got to know him, I would still like to see the land that his, you know, and I would like him to see the land in which his father is from, was born and raised in. So um, I'm just truly thankful, you know. Everything is not perfect. Everything is not the way we would like it to be. But if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy, where would we be if he did not wake us up? I know some of you grew up in this understanding, but there's quite a few of us that Yah brought us in this way of life. And I'm so glad he chose me as one from my family to wake me up so that the generations that come after me will know that we don't serve a false deity. And they will know who they are. They will not lay claim to the color black, you know, the name of a crayon in a Crayola box. (laughs) So with that, Most High had me open up the book of Wisdom, Knowledge, and Overstanding, and Psalms 56 chose me, so I will read it as wise. For the leader upon Janessalem, Ro Okim, 
a psalm of Dawid and mixed him when the Philistines took him in Gath. Be gracious unto me, O Elohim, for a man would swallow me up. All the day he be fighting oppresseth me. They that lie in wait for me would swallow me up all the day. For they are my for they are many that fight against me, O Most High. In the day that I am afraid, I will put my trust in thee. In Yahweh, Elohim, I will praise his word. In Elohim do I trust, I will not be afraid. What can flesh do unto me? All the day they trouble mine affairs. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps according as they have waited for my soul. Because of the iniquity cast, because of iniquity, cast them out. In anger, bring down the people, O Yah Elohim. Thou hast counted my wanderings. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? When shall my enemies turn back in the day that I call? This I know, that Elohim is for me. In Elohim, I will praise his word. In the Most High, I will praise his word. In Elohim do I trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Thy vows are upon me, O Elohim. I will render thanks offerings unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Hast thou not delivered my feet from stumbling? Torah, That I may walk before Elohim in the light of the living. Tadaya for the reading of this word. Um, something that Kina said as far as like the young people. I want to give two testimonies to that. We are to be the light to the nations, but also to our youth. And they have gone far astray because no one has ever talked to them or told them. I was on a MTA bus and it was pretty crowded and I was sitting down. And I heard some commotion in the back of me. And there was a young man, you know, he had his girlfriend, but it was an older woman that was about to sit down. And he was like, excuse me, miss, you know, real harshly, like, yo, my girl's supposed to be sitting there. She was like, okay, okay, excuse me, excuse me. And so he started to, like, you know, get, you know, get forward at the mouth. And I literally turned around and said, hey, how you doing, young brother? Even though he was of another nation. I said, look, 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 look. That's an older woman. You know, don't don't be like that with her. That could be your mother. And he immediately said to me, well, my mother's dead. So, you know, like, I said, yeah, but if that was your mother, would you want somebody to talk to her as you was about to talk to her? And he kind of, like, stopped and thought. And I'm an empath. Most high keeps revealing my, my my talents and who I am. So 
I can be around a total stranger or someone I know, and I instantly pick up on what's going on with them. Even if they don't want to tell me, they can't hide it. So I was sitting there, and I became overwhelmed with, like, just sadness. And I knew it came from that young man because he was sitting directly behind me. And I had to console and control myself from the bus because whatever was in him was really deep and it was hurting. And he was only maybe about 21, 22, you know. And I turned around to him and I said, you know, I'm sorry you lost your mom. But right now, just know that she's looking over you. And the thing that she doesn't want you to do is become an angry man and a bitter man. I don't know who your mother is or what's her name but she wants you to be better than she was. And I said, do you have a picture of your mother? And he turned and opened up a locket. <laughs> she had a cigar in her mouth. <laughs> but she was beautiful nonetheless. <laughs> and he said, that's my mom's." You know, he said, I don't have nobody else. I said, well, even in you feeling that you don't have nobody else, I want you to know that you have God Almighty that created you in your mother's womb. And even though she's not here, he's always there for you. So do your best and be your best and try your best. And just know that, you know, when it comes to women, you know, you gotta, you, you're a man. You've got to protect and care for them and think about them because you're going to have daughters. You may have sisters. You definitely had a mother. And with all of that said and done, you don't never want nobody to disrespect them. Testimony two, there was a bunch of young men up in the East Harlem area. I was coming from the hospital from seeing my brother, who I had to go to the hospital and pray for because he was he had a seizure and he almost died. And I was afraid to go see him at first because um, my oldest sister, when I was very young, she died at the age of 30. And when I went to see her in the hospital, after I saw her, she died. So that stuck with me for a long time, and I was afraid to go see my brother. But the Most High says, I need you to go see him, and I need you to pray with him and pray for him. So I went. And when I got there, the room was very dark. There was no life there, you know, and my brother couldn't talk. He couldn't speak. He, he, he was just somewhere, you know. And I began to cry. And I know he was there because of the choices he may have made. But that didn't matter. Um, most high, I turned on some, some music, some gospel music. First, I said the prayer, most high, most powerful to him, and he began to cry, but he couldn't talk. He just kept mumbling, like trying to get words out that couldn't come out. And so I put on some gospel music, and Most High was the DJ. So the songs that came on were so powerful, and I started to sing them to him, you know, verbatim. And he cried, and he cried, and he kept trying to talk, but he couldn't. And I told him, don't try. It's going to be all right, because the most high is here now. 
and he got you. But I need to, for you to know that if he bring you through this, whatever you do to put yourself in this situation, don't go back to it. And I stayed there with him for a while. And, you know, um, I was about to leave. And um, most High stopped me and said he needs something to keep his mind occupied. So, you know, I began to ask about the TV because I know now in the hospitals the televisions are free. You don't have to pay for it. So I called my mom. I'm like, hey, well, what about the TV? And he needs something on. So, I, you know, my mom was like, I don't know. You got to pay for that. I said, no, nah, you ain't got to pay for that no more. She was like, well, I don't know. I ain't asking questions. I ain't Me, I'm, I'm going to ask every question there is because that's what Yah told me to do. And my mother told me a long time ago, you know, never be afraid to ask questions. But, you know, now that she's older, she's 80, you know, she lives life a little differently, so she's, you know, really reserved. So I spoke to the nurse, and I'm like, look, where's the TV? And, you know, I want to, I want to put the TV on for my brother. She was like, the TV's right there in the room, you know, because they don't have it sitting on something. It's, you know, it's modern technology. They have it dangling from a ceiling, hanging on a wall. And I'm like, oh, the TV's right there. So I'm like, well, how do you turn it on? You know, they have the little thing that's by your bed so that it doesn't disturb other people. You know, they have the little little thing where you control the volume. You can change the channels like a little remote control at your bed. So I put it on, and I went to the black station, put on the BET or some kind of awards, you know, something that I thought he would like. And I put it on, and his eyes, like, got real bright. Like, he started looking like, hey, TV, you know, because prior to him being in the hospital, that's what he likes. He likes TV. I, mean, I told him I was going to play some music. He likes rap. I said, we ain't putting on that ratchet Lil Wayne stuff. I'm going to play some gospel. And he, he tried to laugh, but he started to cry. And, you know, I just held him because this is my elder brother. You know, I'm, 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 I'm the baby in my family. I'm the only girl. So I put it on, and his eyes just kept blinking and stuff, and I put the, the – um, the little remote piece, you know, with the volume so that he can hear the words and stuff. I came back the very next day, and he was doing like 75 to 80% better. He had started to eat because I fed him. He wasn't eating. He was talking about putting a tube in his throat. They was, I said, I'm not doing that to my brother. Y'all not going to cut him. He was doing so much better. And then I came back a third time. And when I came back a third time, after the second time praying with him and everything and talking to the doctors and letting them know that I served the most I even called the chaplain in there and told him to bring me a Tanakh. And they were like, well, are you Jewish? Or Yeah, I'm Jewish. Bring me a Tanakh. I went there so I could read it to my brother. My brother said, my eldest brother, firstborn, he called me. He was like, yeah, Roz, I don't know what you did. But a Christian man came here and he prayed over Tiny and da-da-da-da-da. And I said, I ain't do nothing. I just did what the Father told me to do, and I was pray for our brother. 
and I'm glad he's doing They say, yeah, he's talking now, Ross, he's talking. And I, I, I just gave praises. So when I went back, he was up eating, chowing down, talking. He had to go to the bathroom. They had a catheter in him before. He got up, went to the bathroom. You know, I went there with a friend of mine, and he was like, wow, your brother, like, yo, the other day we came here, I, I, you know, I didn't want to say it, but I thought, you know, he was going to die. But to see him now, like, wow, he was like, baby, your prayer worked. Like, I was like, I'm just glad the most I heard my prayer. And not just the prayers of me, but my mother, my brothers, as well as the the the, the, the child, the rabbi, and the whoever, whatever pastor, whoever came from the hospital to pray for him. Prayer works. So when I left the hospital the third time, you know, they was talking about making sure he can walk and everything. He's out now. I just want you all to know he's out and about and back to everything regular. So he's good. But that night when I left the hospital, I saw a bunch of little brothers that looked like my brothers. And they all had on hoods. Because dark cops was out. You know, they come out at a certain time looking for, you know, somebody to arrest in our neighborhood so that they can get their little bonus check for every collar they make. And um, I said, excuse me, young brothers, I know y'all are out here, but it's nighttime, and y'all all got on hoods. I don't want y'all to wear them hoods right here because y'all know how the cops are out here. And they'll grab you up saying somebody with a hood did this or that. So I want y'all to take off your hoods, please. Because I'm about to go on the train station. And I want y'all all to get home safely. All right? Be careful out here, young man. Don't get into nothing. Because trouble is easy to get into but hard to get out of. And they just looked at me like with bewilderment and was like, okay, miss, thank you. They all took off their hoods. We cannot be afraid to speak to our youth, even if they don't listen. My Ima and Ami always say we are supposed to always speak the truth, whether they hear or forbear. We cannot be afraid to speak up in kindness and lovingness because out of ten people who may be in the crowd, there may be one who will hear. There may be one who will hear. We read the Proverbs, and it talks about how the youth says, come on with us. Let's go and do some robbery and snatch up some purses and, you know, get the spoils and all of that. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, kind of summarizing that. I'm not speaking verbatim, but you know what scriptures I'm talking about in the Proverbs. And the Most High says, son, don't go with them. Don't do that. We got to tell not the, just the ones that come from us, but the ones that are out there because you know what? When our children leave our homes, they're out there with them same use. So we got to look at them as those are our sons and daughters too. Like during our generation, the older of us that are over 40, how the whole neighborhood, if you did something wrong, you got reprimand, reprimanded by Miss Brown, then Miss Brown told your mother, you got reprimanded by your mother, then your mother told your grandmother, and you got reprimanded. It takes a village. Now, if you start talking to the youth and they refuse to hear and they get indignant out their mouth, 
You just put the word, word of the most high on them and you turn about and go about your way. But at the end of the day, we got to speak to our youth because at the end of the day, we don't know if anybody else is speaking to them, not even their own parents. There's a lot of people caught up, and we lost the whole generation during the dope and crack epidemic. We lost a thousand people. I mean, not thousands, probably millions. Because with those drugs, it took away the power of the brain, understanding, and everything that people held dear to them. Crack and dope made people do things that they never thought they would do, all because of their addiction. Alcohol, too. We don't know the time of day and what the Most High is going to cause us to say and to who. And sometimes somebody's going to say something to us, and we got to be willing to hear the message. Don't judge the messenger. Because it could be coming from a bum off the street. But when wisdom calleth, we got to hear it. So that's it. I'm going to relinquish the mic. That's my testimony for this Shabbat day. Thank you, my sisters and brothers, my elders, and all the children on the line. Thank you for this divine time. I love you all individually and collectively, and may you have a wonderful and blessed Shabbat day. Thank you for allowing me to share my testimony and read Psalms 56. Shabbat Shalom. Wow, Shabbat Shalom to you. That was awesome testimony. And, yeah, lots of times people are afraid of our youth. They're so intimidating. But who had them? I'm going to tell you like this. I ain't scared of none of them. <laughs> Not talking about all that intimidation and stuff. Even though there did be sometimes you you know some from some of them walk past you and you grab onto your your wallet and you ain't even got a wallet and like oh my gosh you know they kind of scary, but um yeah that wears off very quickly um <laughs> when you realize <laughs> who they are they mine you mine you belong to me I, I I take responsibility for all of them you belong to me and you're right if I can't say nothing to you and my child goes outside and encounters you then I'm a punk. I'm a big punk. I'm not going to say that to my own children. No way. I always find myself on the end of saying something. Like, I got to say something. And there's no way in the world I'm going to stand by idly and let a, a youth disrespect an elder. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not going to happen on my watch. I appreciate the sharing. Oh, and such good news about your brother. I appreciate how the creator shows us confirmation that prayer is powerful. Even more, the one that you pray into is power. So oh, all praises to the Most High for that. You all are inspired by this? Well, share your testimony as well. Before we go, oh, we got Ako Adera on the line. Before we get to Ako Adera, though, I want to give um, Adoyama like an opportunity to share, I know he was resting peacefully for the Shabbat, but also part of the Shabbat is giving Yah the glory. So let's hear what he has to say. Shabbat shalom to you, Adon Yamalek. Shabbat shalom, Shabbat shalom, family. 
hoping and praying that everyone is feeling told. You know, the most high continue to bless you all and prosper your walk towards this light. Um <clears throat> Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, trying to get my them cobwebs out. But I'm You're gonna clearly feeling told. <laughs> we <laughs> love it. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to read Isaiah chapter 65, right? And um, it's judgment and salvation. But we're going to start off with um, Isaiah 28, 9 through 12 first, because this is how we should be reading our scriptures. And um, it reads, Isaiah 28 and 9, whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. 28 and 11. For with stammering lips, stammering lips, and another tongue will he speak to the people to whom he said, this is the rest. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. And this is the refreshing. Yet they would not hear. Now we're going to jump on over to Psalms 119, Psalms 119, verse 104, and it reads, Through thy precepts I get understanding. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore, therefore, I hate every false way. Jump on down to 128, 119, 128. Therefore, I esteemed all thy precepts concerning all things, concerning all things, to be light, to be right, and I hate every false way. So now let's start to get into this Isaiah 65, judgment and salvation. I have let myself be inquired of. Not by those who asked. I was found. Not by those who sought me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation not calling on my name. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people, which walketh in a way that was not good after their own thoughts after their own thoughts. Verse 3, the people who provoke me continually to my face, who slaughter in gardens and burn incense on slaughtering places of brick. Verse 4, who sit among the burial sites and spend the night in secret places, who eat flesh of pigs and the broth of unclean meat is in their pots. Verse 5, who say, 
keep to yourself. Do not come near me, for I am set apart to you. These are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all day. Verse 6, see, it is written before me. I am not silent, but shall repay, and I shall repay into their bosom. Verse 7, your crookednesses and the crookednesses of your fathers together, said the Most High, who burned incense on the mountains and reproached me on the hills, and I shall measure their former work into their bosom. Let's get a precept for that. Jeremiah 5 and 9. Would I not punish them for this, declares the Most High? And would I not revenge myself on such a nation as this? Jump down to Jeremiah 7 and 19. Is it me that they are provoking, declares the Most High? Is it not themselves unto the shame of their own faces? Verse 20. Therefore, therefore, thus said the Most High, See, my displeasure and my wrath is poured out on this place, on man and on beast, and on the trees of the field, and on the fruit of the ground, and it shall burn, and it shall burn, and it shall burn, and not be quenched. Jeremiah thirteen twenty five. And it reads, this is your lot, your measured portion from me, declares the Most High, because you have forgotten me and trust in falsehood. Isaiah 65 and 8, thus said the Most High, as the new wine is found, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one shall say, do not destroy it, for there is blessing in it. So I do for my servants' sake, not to destroy them all. Precept, Isaiah six, thirteen. But still, there is a tenth part in it, and it shall again be for a burning, like a terebinth tree, and like an oak whose stump remains when it is cut down, right? Then set apart, the set apart seed, the set apart seed is its stump. Amos 9 and 8, look. The eyes of the master, most high, are on the sinful reign. And I shall destroy it from the face of the earth, except that I do not completely destroy the house of Yahweh, declares mm -hmm. the most high. Amos 9 and 9. For look, I am commanding. 
I am commanding, and I shall sift, and I shall sift the house of Israel among all, among all the nations, as one sifts with the seed, yet not a grain falls to the ground mm. or shakes. Isaiah 65 and 9. Let's get back at this. And I shall bring forth a seed from Yahweh and from Yehuda mm -hmm. and hair of my mountain and my chosen ones shall inherit it. A savior, a tool. And my servants dwell there. Amos 9 and 11. That's a precept. In that day, I shall raise up the booth of Dawid, which has fallen down. And I shall repair its breaches and raise up its ruins. <clears throat> and I shall build it as in the days of old. Jump down to Amos 12. So that they possess the remnants of Adam, so that they possess the remnant of mankind mm. and all the nations on whom my name is called, declares the Most High who does this. Okay? Amos 9 and 13. Look, look, the days are coming, declares the Most High, <clears throat> that the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows seed, and the mountains shall drip new wine. The mountains shall drip new wine, and all the hills melt. Amos 9 and 14. And I shall turn back the captivity of my people, Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them, and shall make gardens and eat their fruit. Amos 9, 15. And I shall plant them on their own soil and not uproot them anymore from their own soil. I have given them, said the Most High, your power. Isaiah 65 and 10. And Sharon shall be a fold of flocks and the valley of Akor a place for herds to lie down, for my people who have sought me. Okay. Um, one moment. Isaiah 65 and 11. But you are those who forsake the Most High, who forget my set-apart mountain, who prepare a table for God, and who fills a drink offering for men need. Right? 
Isaiah 57 and 5. That's a precept. Being inflamed with mighty ones under every green tree. Being inflamed with mighty ones under every green tree. Slaying the children in the valleys under the clefts of the rocks. Isaiah 57 and 6. Among the smooth stones of the stream is your portion. They, they are your lot. Also to them you have poured a drink offering. You have offered a grain offering. Am I comforted in these? Drop down to seven. On a high and lofty mountain you have set your bed. There too you went up to slaughter a slaughtering. Drop down to eight. Also behind the doors and their posts you have set up your remembrance, for you have departed from me and have gone up to them. You have made your bed wide and made a covenant with them. You have loved their bed where you saw their hand. Drop down to nine. And you went to the sovereign with ointment and increased your perfumes. And you sent your messengers far off, and lowered yourself even to Sheol. Drop down to 10. You have wearied yourselves with your many wanderings, yet you did not say, I give up. You have found the life of your hand, therefore you were not grieved. Ezekiel 23 and 41, let's get it. And you sat on a splendid couch with a table prepared, prepared before it on which you had set my incense and my oil. Mm. Ezekiel 23:42. And the sound of a crowd at ease was with her. And drunkards were brought from the wilderness with men on the commonest sort. And they put bracelets on their wrists and, and pretty crowns on their heads. Isaiah 65 and 12. Let's get it. And I shall allot you to the sword. <clears throat> and you all bow down to the slaughter. Because I called and you did not answer. I spoke. And you did not hear. And you did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I did not delight. Mm, mm, mm. Isaiah 65, 13. Mm, mm, Therefore, thus said the Master, Most High, see, my servants eat, but you hunger. See, my servants drink, but you thirst. See, my servants rejoice, but you are put to shame. See, my servants sing for joy of heart, but you cry for sorrow of heart and wail for breaking of spirit. 65.15, Isaiah 65.15. And you shall leave your name as a curse to my chosen, for the master, most high, shall put you to death and call his servants by another name. 65.16. So that he who blesses himself in the earth 
does bless himself in the most high of truth. And he who swears in the earth does swear by the most high of truth because the former distresses shall be forgotten and because they shall be hidden from my eyes. 65 and 17. For look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come to heart. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For look, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. And I shall rejoice in Jerusalem and shall joy in my people. And let the voice of weeping no more be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. Hallelujah. No more is an infant from there going to live but a few days, nor an old man who does not complete his days. For the youth dies 100 years old, but the sinner, but the sinner being 100 years old shall be lightly esteemed. 25, 65, 20, 21, And they shall build houses and inhabit them and plant vineyards and eat their fruits. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For the days of my people are going to be as the days of a tree. And my chosen ones outlive the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble, nor bring forth children for trouble, nor bring forth children for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Most High, and their offspring with them. Drop down to 24. And it shall be that before they call, I answer. And will, and while they are still speaking, I hear. And while they are still speaking, I hear. Wolf and lamb feed together. A lion eats straw as an ox. And dust is the snake's food. And dust is the snake's food. They shall do no evil, nor destroy in all my set-apart mountain, said the Most High. This is the reading and the precepting for Isaiah 65 from 1 all the way down to 25. May the Most High continue to bless you all, family. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Woo! Say it with your chest, brother. Say it with your chest. Woo! Goodness gracious! Did y'all get something out of that? Let me give it up for Don Yamalek. Hold on, Rabbi. Hold on for the reading of Yah's word. Hold on. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That was powerful, you all. All right. Now, when you get blessings from oh. Praises to the Most High. I told I, I don't yamalek for that. Did you want to um, 
address certain things that you mentioned in this, or are you good with the precept thing? He can't right now. He's um the overwhelmed by the spirit of the most yeah. high. I felt and it. And the spirit is high up in here right now, so I don't know how much I can say either. But mm-hmm. let it be known that the most high, the power that Abraham, this kind of Israel that we serve is real. Yes. You can't yes, miss this up. No, not at all. So Todah are gone for I mean, wait, literally waking up out of your sleep and giving glory to the Almighty Eye. Todah for sharing. All right. I'm gonna give him a moment to get his mind right. And while he's doing that, we're gonna get our minds right. Akoda Dira, Shabbat Shalom. Oh my goodness. Did you gather some strength from those precepts? I know I did. Good afternoon, Akota Dira. Welcome to the prayer line. We look forward to hearing from you today. Yes, that was on fire. That was some fire right there. Absolutely. And for sure, I got everything out of that that I needed to get myself up out the chair and give some glory. Hallelujah. And plus, after your shining testimony, Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes. The eternal is worthy to be praised. High and holy name continually throughout all of our day. Not just morning, noon, and night. All day long. Just giving praises. You know, because his mercy endures forever and it manifests itself in so many ways. It manifests itself in so many ways. You just have to have eyes to see. Ears to hear, you know, and then talk about the other senses. We have hands to touch, a mouth to taste, you know. We have to talk about the other senses also because everything that the eternal has created is created for us to enjoy. That's why it says choose life. And Yashana's testimony was, was absolutely a, a, a manifestation of life. Prayer brought her there. The eternal said, feed him. Feed him. When we go to the doctors, they only can do for us what they know how to do. To the best of their ability, do they do what they know how to do. But the spirit knows something else. And the spirit spoke to that woman and said, feed your brother. And the most high worked it. Work that magic. Work his spirit upon that young man and brought him out of that. Okay? We have to learn how to take care of ourselves. Medical community has limitations. The limitations are the spirit. Food has spirit. And that's why I do what I do. That's why we try to teach, grow your own food. There is spirit and power in that food. Right now we are looking at a cancer epidemic wreaking havoc across the world. Someone just sent me a message through Messenger from Brazil that her father has cancer. What can we do? This is an awful disease. This is why I do what I do. Cancer be going serious. I'm bringing you 
the top most influencers in the industry of cancer on a holistic level because they know that food has spirit. They know that the medical community has their limitations. They know that the eternal does not have any limitations. Mm. And I'm here today to give this testimony because the Most High sent me to do it. And I'm going to do it to my best ability. I'll do the research. I'll find the people. I'll show them to you. I'll bring them to you. I'll, have them, I'll speak to them. You register. So all you have to do is listen. Open your ears. Hear these testimonies. Because these testimonies are where you have people walking into Living Foods Institute with tumors walking out and they're diminishing. They're diminishing. They're going away. Because they're feeling a different spirit within them. They're eating differently. They're doing different things to get rid of these this, this diseases inside. The diseases inside is part of us. We walk around with it, everybody walks around with it, but how, how strong is your body to get rid of it? You, you have to realize limitations um, are, are with the medical community and their understanding of healing. They only understand as much as they will allow themselves to understand because normally, you know, Europeans want to run over something take and, and, and take its knowledge away at the same time that it's destroying the culture. It's taking the knowledge away. That culture has, has, has you know, built upon a certain knowledge base that they can share with the rest of the world. But you, thinking that, you know, you, you're doing some ritual cleansing, you get rid of all that knowledge. And you suffer on account of it. So now, we're suffering on account of lack of knowledge. But we have the power to gain that knowledge back. We have our own historians. We have our own scientists. Mm -hmm. We have our own people who go and do the literature research, research specialists. We have our own spiritual guidance that we need from the eternal. So we are set on uh, on a path of, of righteousness. We're set on a path, you know, of redemption. We just have to take it the rest of the way. Everything is there for us. We just have to take it the rest of the way and put our faith in the hands of Yah. So I love the the reading. I love that um, that resonated, you know, faith and honor. I love that. It resonates spirit of, you know, just having the wherewithal to go ahead and humble yourself and do what you know that is right to do. So I wanted to uh, read Psalms 40. I wanted to read Psalms 40, which resonates the same spirit, so we don't get away from that and that we can just embrace it together as a family. For the conductor by David, a song. I have greatly hoped for God. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He raised me from the pit of raging waters, from the slimy mud. He set my feet upon a rock, firmly established my steps. He put 
a new song into my mouth, a hymn to our Halloween. Multitudes shall see and be awed, and they shall trust in Yah. Praiseworthy is the man who has made Yah his trust, and turn not to the arrogance and to strayers at the falsehood. Much have you done, O Yah, my Elohim. Your wonders and your thoughts are for us. No one can compare to you. Where I were I to relate or speak of them, they are too overwhelming to recount. Neither feast offering nor meal offering did you desire, but you opened ears for me. Fur offering and sin offering you did not request. Then I said, Behold, I have come with the scroll of the book that is written for me. To fulfill your will, my Elohim, do I desire, and your Torah is in my inward. I proclaim your righteousness in a vast assembly. Behold, I will never restrain my lips. Yeah, you know it. Your righteousness I have not concealed within my heart. Your faithfulness and your salvation have I spoken. I have not concealed your kindness or your truth from the vast assembly. Oh, yeah, do you not withhold your mercy from me. May your kindness and your truth always protect me. For innumerable evils have encircled me. My sins have overtaken me, and I am unable to see. They have become more numerous than the hairs on my head and my courage has abandoned me. May it be your will, Yah, to rescue me. Yah, hasten to me, assistance. May they be put to shame and disgrace altogether, those who seek my soul to put an end to it. May they draw back and be humiliated, those who desire my misfortune. May they be desolate as a result of their shaming, those who say about me, aha, Aha! May they rejoice and be glad in you. All who seek you, may they always say, Yah, be magnified. Those who love your salvation. As for me, I am poor and destitute. As a nine, or as a nine, will think of me. You are my help and my rescuer, my Elohim. Do not be like. Now, for this, I give honor and praise and, and much, much grace to our power, our redeemer, our rock, our salvation, mm-hmm. our teacher, mm-hmm. our comforter. I am praising his high and holy name all the days of my life, throughout my triumphs and throughout my pitfalls. He will always be my redeemer and my strength and my guide. And I'm I'm ever ever so grateful for his love and kindness. So today I want to be sure to come to you in humility and in gratitude, giving honor, praises for the presence of the most high in my life. For if it was not for him, where would we be? Where would we be? We would be nowhere. So I want to be sure to give honor and praises to 
magnify his name and to always, always say, Todayah, for your mercy endures forever. For your mercy endures forever. There is no one like Yahweh. No one like Yahweh. So today's lesson for the health spot is to be mindful of the products that you are putting onto your skin. Be mindful of the products that you're putting into your hair, okay? Because this cancerous, uh, there are cancerous components in all of that stuff, which is why we always have to make sure that we're using natural products, okay? We have to make sure that we're taking on natural things into our system and matriculating that into a system which is uh, metabolized naturally in our system, okay? Because um, <laughs> the adversary exists in a lot of different ways in everything. The adversary exists in our food the adversary exists in our music, in our drinks, in the products that we use to uh, to to even scrub ourselves down with, you know. So I really encourage you to watch what you're doing as far as beautifying yourself. You know, we cannot turn to evil to produce good. And these products are evil. They contain evil components. And you might think that you look good, but everything that looks good, feel good, taste good, sound good, smell good, is not good for you. So we have to take a real good look as to, please, as to, you know, what we're doing to ourselves. What are we internalizing? Even when you read a book or watch a program, listen to music, you're internalizing energy. So these energies are going to wreak havoc on your system if they don't come from a righteous source. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I want you to look at is your, uh, your beautification products. What are you using to um, put onto your skin? What are you using to put into your hair? What do your hair products um, look like, especially because there's uh, a lot of uh, uh, media around, you know, these products causing cancer nowadays. So we have to be very, very circumspect about what it is that we're using in our hair. And our hair is beautiful. Our, our hair is beautiful. It's thick, and it's, it's just so strong. It's curly. It It is, you know, something that reflects our culture, our nation, you know, our individuality. It is what makes us beautiful. So why would we do anything else to change that? The eternal has made you so that you can reflect a, a certain culture, reflect a certain nationality, reflect you who you are, where you come from. That is very powerful. And we would embrace that if we would study our history. We would embrace our culture. 
and who we are if we studied our history. We are magnificent, resilient, and very powerful people in our ancestry. And that's why they, they, they can't really get rid of us, you know, because of that power. So when we look at our, our hair, when we look at our skin our, and the complexion of our skin, it resonates beauty. So you do not go to the lion's den to take care of it. You go to the eternal to take care of it. Use things like aloe vera, shea butter, you know, active charcoal. We just did, you know, a whole presentation on that last week about active charcoal. You know, use these types of things to adorn yourself and, and heal your skin. Take baths in, in, in herbs, lavender, rosemary, different things like that, sage. Use these different things to help your skin to heal and be beautiful. And then put on uh, your coconut oil, you know, your shea butter, different things like that, natural things that translate to natural beauty in your body. This chart I have found um, online on Facebook, lists of different ingredients to avoid. These toxic and carcinogenic compounds are found in beauty and skin care products. They include benzoyl peroxide, DEA, MEA, and TEA. These are foam boosters and skin, eye, uh, skin and eye irritants and can cause uh, dermatitis. Dioxin, that's another one. It won't appear in your ingredients, often in antibacterial ingredients like uh, trifidin and emulsifiers, PEGs, and um, some other cleansers like sodium lauryl sulfate. Uh, these are cancer-causing, cancer-causing components, and they're inside of the products that we're using on a regular basis either to straighten our hair or to um, cleanse or moisturize our skin. That's why I say if you cannot identify that list of ingredients, don't use it. We all know what grapeseed oil is. We all know what olive oil is. We all know what cotton, uh, uh, not cotton seed oil, but um, coconut oil is. Use those types of things. We don't know what this is. DMDM, uh, hydrosantin and urea. What is that? You know, FD and C, color and pigment. We go around with our wanting our hair to be colored. You know, your hair's a beautiful color already. It's a beautiful color already. And asking if you one of the main reasons that we don't appreciate our hair, you know, and the thickness and beauty of it is because we don't know how to manage it. Okay, but there's a sister on um, there's a sister on Facebook. Her name is Ruhama. Ruhama is from um, Israel. She's right now in the states, and she's talking about you know how to restore your beauty and beautify your hair naturally. She has techniques that she's learned while over in Israel on how to you know restore that beauty and manageability to your hair. You know, and then what kind of styles can we make? Sometimes our hair won't grow because we're putting the wrong we're putting the wrong product in it. 
and we're trying to find product, trying to find product, trying to find product that will cause our hair to grow and be manageable and this and that and the other, and it's the wrong product to use. It's the wrong thing to use. So we have to go to the right sources to get the right answers. We find the right sources, we will find the right answers. And that dermatitis, that um, that itchy scalp, you know, uh, that eczema, all that uh, non-growth and hair breakage and things like that, they will automatically go away because the natural products work with the natural rhythm of the body. We have a rhythm. We have a synergy with the plants, you know, that grow up out of the ground. They have components in them that we can't see, but we can also study them, you know. But when the ingredient is an apple or when the ingredient is, is, is very simply an avocado, when it's an ingredient, then we have, to th- we have to think. The Most High made that product. It can't be wrong. It cannot be wrong. So we have to look at faith in a different way. We have to say, okay, we are changing our faith into doing, uh, changing our behavior so that we can get to a different place, a different reality, a different quality of life. Because these products that the creator has created, banana peel to whiten your teeth, avocado to um, to, to uh, condition your hair, um, and 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 maintain your inner part, okay, with the omega-3, omega-9, omega-6 fatty acids, onions to eradicate toxins in your body. These are one-ingredient items that I am telling you work. And you don't have to believe me. Just register for CancerBeGoneSeries.com and listen to the experts tell you. Or you can get you can go to your health food store, uh, find a, a really good person to talk to, find their um, their literature, their documentation, and go and get these books and read them. Okay? So right now, we're talking about fast food genocide, written by Dr. Fer- uh, Dr. Joel Furman, who is a medical doctor, but he came out of that to study and practice nutrition. Because he knows that the nutrition trumps the medical profession exponentially. That's why when Jashana fed her brother, he turned around. Because the nutrition trumps it trumps the medical the medical profession all the time. That's why people can go into the Living Foods Institute, into Dr. Furman's um, uh, Wellness Center, uh, to Dr. Michael Greger, uh, to his Wellness Center, to his, his institution, foodmatters.org, and find real, um, real, real solutions to real problems. Because this is what we do. We teach people and we coach people about their behaviors getting them away from toxins like these, you know, 12 ingredients that people are putting in their system, and unbeknownst to them, it's tearing you down. So we have parabens. We have PEGs, um, polyethylene uh, glycol, okay? 
pythalate, uh, propylene, glycol, PGs, and butylene glycol, sodium lauryl sulfate, sunscreen chemicals, and try to scan. So that completes the 12 list of ingredients. I'll post it so that you can do your own research and um, find those find those components and ingredients and just turn over your product. Turn over your products and, and start doing some comparisons and seeing if these things are in the ingredients that you're using on your skin and on your hair, on your nails. Um, for your hair, I would encourage you to use the olive oil, the extra virgin olive oil. I would encourage you also to use the active charcoal along with the aloe vera and the, um, the avocado. Wonderful, wonderful to use for your hair. When you talk about eating, I encourage you to eat uh, different things like um, dandelion, things high in vitamin K, okay? Uh, they internally help you to uh, come to a different level of, of, of health and wellness overall, but they're especially good for your hair, skin, and nails, okay? Um, different things like that will help you to, you know, just manage, one, your budget, because we don't need to keep making these people rich. Trying their products, trying their products, trying their products. Try Yah's product. Try the Eternal's product. Try the Most High's product. Because that one ingredient can change several things in your life, Turn, change around several things in your life, you know, and um, it's not poison. <laughs> so it's not poison to your system. It is redemption tied up into a nice little package because fruits and vegetables are already in our own package. You don't have to worry about plastics or if something is contaminated, you know, with this or that. Yeah, we do have to worry about what they're being sprayed with, but that just makes us more diligent as to where we shop and the questions that we ask of these people who are feeding us. And... It also makes us more responsible, you know, because we can grow our own food. We have lessons on container gardening all the time. And back to 2014, 2013, we've been putting out these lessons on growing your own food. Now, some, some foods we can't grow here or where you are because you're not in the climate to grow them. But don't talk about what you can't do. Talk about what you can do because most of us, step on a dandelion on a regular basis. They're just realizing or just making them responsible for this Roundup because Roundup causes cancer. So they're, you know, but they've been selling Roundup for I don't know how, how long. It's a household product. Most, most people have it in the home. But this stuff causes cancer. And that's what they'll do. They'll give you something to get rid of uh, something good in, in exchange for something evil, and we pay our money for it, and we put our effort into killing the thing that Yah has given you to sustain you. We'll step on a dandelion in a minute. 
the stuff on the broadleaf plantain, narrowleaf plantain, oh, these weeds got to go. You know, we have fleabane out here. We have skullcap. We have a, a curly dock and, and, oh, my goodness, uh, amaranth just popped up all over the place. You know, never had before. Beautiful purple, long, gorgeous flowering uh, plants, just like the just like the goldenrod. They grow up tall as the goldenrod. These big plants, they are not only gorgeous, but they're full of protein. And when you when you allow the seeds to grow uh, and harvest the seeds, they, the microgreens are cancer killers. The microgreens that grow up out of amaranth. You know, and you have your broccoli sprouts and different things like that to do that also. But you're t- I'm, right now I'm talking about things that don't need to be tended to at all. You just let them grow, eat them, synthesize them, do what you want to do, make a tincture, um, put it in your salad, you know, just pick it and, and, put, and chew, it in, chew it in your mouth. You let your body synthesize it. And that changes your reality. These things are a game changer. But... We go out and we spend our money to kill the weeds. And we're killing ourselves. Cancer is running rampant throughout the entire globe. Throughout the entire globe. So we have to do something to stop it. And these are some of the things that we do. We just come into a different reality and change our behavior. It's really just as simple as that. Embrace your culture. Embrace your natural beauty because you are beautiful. You were created in the image and the likeness of the of the Most High, and everything that has come into being has come into being because of you. You have the power to change things. So I encourage you not only to read these scriptures, but to internalize them and to manifest them into your behavior. All praises, all glory, lifting up the name of the eternal for now and forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 And I'm going to sing for my sister. She's still on the line. Hallelujah. If it had not been Yahoo was on our side. If it had not been Yahoo was on our side. If it had not been Yahoo was on our side. Where would we be? Would have been down. And out and all alone would have been down and out and all alone. What happened down and out and all alone? That's where we be. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Y'all cry. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Oh, you know I'm fiending for more. You sit here teasing me with a little verse. But that was good, though. It was real good. And so was all that information. Um, I know you are what you eat, but if your pores are open and you're feeding your skin, what is your skin eating? Ooh, I could just imagine. But uh, olive oil is real good. I love coconut oil. I love, love shea butter. And then when my daughter puts all three of them together, oh, my goodness. Y'all watch out now. Now, my son has prepared this stuff called 
beard oil, this miraculous beard oil. If you have seen my son lately, you probably would think that he ingests this stuff that he made, but he doesn't. He just puts it on his face. Well, I said, I got me a nice little patch that needs to grow in, right? I don't have a beard or anything, but uh, I'm going to put this to the test. I'm going to put this stuff right on my scalp. Show enough, that spot started growing in. And my son has this little short list of ingredients that's in this beard oil. And one of them is African, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, gosh, black seed. And then the um, shea butter, coconut oil, um, a whole bunch of essentials, just regular stuff that you find in natural, natural stuff. And when I tell you my hair, that little patch is growing in so nicely. I said, son, can you make your mama some more of that beard oil? <laughs> Sounds crazy, but uh, that's what I requested, and it works, it works, it works. So, yeah, I am an advocate of putting shea butter, coconut oil. My daughter is a coconut oil fanatic. As a matter of fact, I have to hide my coconut oil from her. She goes crazy with it. So I'll get her her own. But she uses coconut oil as a real serious hair remedy. She was having hair breakage and all of that. I've never put a perm in their hair before. But they was having, she was having real serious hair breakage because she wasn't combing it, taking care of it correctly, combing it through. And she wanted to do her own hair. She was growing up. She wants to be in her own little, you know, world. And we allowed her to do so, but her hair broke off really bad. And she started putting braids in it and protective hairstyles to grow her hair back. And when I tell you this child has a nice mane on her head right now, it's all because of that coconut oil, and I'm just so proud to say that her hair is beautiful all over again. Yeah, I'm an advocate. Natural hair stuff. So am I the only one who likes that oil? Let's see. Hand in the air, star five star. Do you agree that our coat did a wonderful job blessing us with this information. So how many of you are going to go natural? <laughs> how many are going to start putting unnatural things in your hair because of it, because of her message? All right, Yakina. Speak to me. You had to ask the question. I already was saying it, but I would let me publicly say that, um, yes, the sister always has wonderful information, and um, I ask, it is my prayer to the Most High that he will um, keep a fence around her, that he will build a fence of protection around her, that she be well all the days of her life, that she is always able to filter this information to the willing ear, and that um, everything is always well with her Um our enemies don't like when we do well. So that's why I asked the Most High for the fence, that he always keep her well. And I thank her for stepping out, you know, um, to make us better, to be a light, 
that is our job to be light, and we all find our different ways to give the light to one another. So I'm always ever thankful of the things that she brings us and just ask that the most I will continue to bless her, um, her studies and her, her research and that her messages never fall on deaf ears and her work is never never goes unappreciated. In regards to my lovely nephew son, Isaiah, I am overwhelmingly proud of the works of his hands. I ask that the Father continue to bless his mind and his hands. Um, he's just, I don't even know what to call him. He's like a carpenter, engineer, uh, crafting um, extraordinaire. And I'm just, he hasn't ceased. I'm just sitting back watching him, and I just feel like he has so much more inside of him. So I'm thankful for that. He's found a positive way to, um, to something, positive things to put his energies in. So also asking that his work don't fall on deaf and unappreciative um, ears and hands, that we support one another um, in the ways that we should, you know, put a few dollars aside and keep the young man, you know, um, well, keep him honestly earning. You know, I'm very proud of him. And if he's not on the line, please let him know that I said so. We love him, and I'll continue prayers with you, your family, but especially at this time for him and for our wonderful sister who brings us the health items. All praise to the Most High. Well, hallelujah. What a beautiful blessing to place on that young man and that young lady. And she stands before me. She could say Toda for herself. Toda. Yes, Toda. I so appreciate that. I so appreciate that blessing and protection. Yes. And um, for the young brother, yes, we have to we have to sustain each other. We have to support each other and bring mm-hmm. that around so that we can give what we know how to give, you know, so that we don't go and, and, and be you know, uh, what is it, slaves to society, we're we're putting schools in the school system so that we can do what they think that we should be doing. But when the eternal gives us a, gives us a gift, like a craft, um, an, a passion, an ambition, and we are so humble that we embrace that and we go out and we want a limb and we're saying, you know, this is what the Most High has given us, support that. Support it and be mindful that you are not only supporting that individual, but you are supporting a nation, the growth of your nation. So important. We're going to have we're going to have some meetings um, to talk about opportunities, opportunity zones, and these opportunity zones talk exactly about that. You know, what do you do? Who are you? Who is the creator made you to be? And how can we sustain you so that you can sustain our nation? We have a, a Sarah, she's a heart player, beautiful heart player. You know, when we have our weddings, we should have her there. You know, this young man, he creates things, designs things. We should encourage him, push him out there, make sure that we are, are, are magnifying him on our Facebook pages and our um, websites, you know. Let be let this be a reference tool for you. The cancer be going series. Register for that. Learn from it, and, and make it part of what you do, so that you can live a better quality of life. 
were put here for you to empower you with the spirit of Yah. The eternal is in us. So we're sharing that. And I appreciate you so much, sister, for coming on and, and sharing that with us. So powerful. May his mercy be upon you also. Yakai. Okay, Yakai. Wow. I, I just love it. And yeah, I think it's time for us if we haven't uh, made up our minds and been convicted to uh help and support one another, I think it's time that we start being convicted in that. And Toda Rabake for sharing and Toda for the blessing on my Yaladeen. They really need that. I really need that. All right, I call Yashana. What's on your mind? Shabbat Shalom, Opa'am. Shabbat Shalom. I just wanted to concur and ask the Most High to make the prayers and the words of Sister Yakina come to pass. Um, I've been watching your son since I didn't even know it was your son on Facebook, you know, because of his Facebook thing, Zay Matt. And as I was talking to him, you know, he revealed that he was your son, and I was so elated. And just within the last year to six months, I've seen his business just grow tremendously and beautifully, and I'm in total support of him. Um, I share his links. Um, I'm about to get my subscription to the Zeeksies and other things. And I just think that we need to really continually support one another um, in our endeavors, um, especially when it's holistic and helpful to us. And um, it just helps us to be better, the iron sharpening the iron. So I just wanted to concur that Yakina put forth most magnificent words of blessings and encouragement. And I just wanted to second that prayer and emotion to the creator of the universe and just, you know, the love that we share here on this line. Todaya for your divine presence. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Oh, what a beautiful day this has turned out to be, the beautiful morning spent giving glory and praise and learning and sharing and also having the uh, opportunity to enjoy the Shabbat for what it's supposed to be, a day of rest, a day to reflect and to relax and to share and to worship and to praise. It's so much that we can do on this day. People think, ah, you just stopped my growth. You took away my basketball game. We're not supposed to do regular stuff on Shabbat. You got six days that you can do that. You can go shopping six days a week. You can wait till the sun goes down and go and do whatever your heart desires. But give Yah the glory. He only asked us for one-seventh of our time every week. That's it. For giving you life every day, for blessing you with all the things that you want, he asked you for one-seventh of your time. And we have a problem with that? I don't understand it. As a matter of fact, it's a benefit to you. It's beneficial to keep the Shabbat day holy. It's beneficial to rest. It's beneficial to take a moment and reflect on the things that happened in your life. It's time for us to give Yah the glory. Shabbat is always a perfect time. So let us just be mindful. Be mindful. Toda to each and every one of you. We're going to praise Yah in a prayer. We're going to close out 
And we're going to end this session of the prayer line. And I don't know how you're feeling right now, uh, Adon Yamalek. Are you still here with us? Would you close us out in prayer? I normally would ask Sar, but uh, he's already gone for services. And I just want to make sure that I extend it to my brother before um, closing out myself. Okay. I'll close out. All right, family, I want you all also to recognize and write down this email address just in case you have any special prayer requests. You can email Sarna Aman during the week so that he can put your name or whoever you're praying for and what you're praying for on the prayer list so that he can pray for you all by name. Okay, so his email address is neaman68 at yahoo.com. And that's in like Nancy, in like Nancy, A-A-M like Mary, O in like Nancy, 68 at yahoo.com. So that's in like Nancy, A-A-M like Mary, O-N like Nancy, Naaman, 68 at yahoo.com. Besedir, Torah, and in the most I continue to inspire you all, encourage you all, and bless you all. Without further ado, Adon Yamalek, take it away. Okay. Hallelujah. 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 Giving all honor, praise, doing to thee, O great King, who liveth and endures, who has mercifully restored our soul unto us. Great. Is our faithfulness. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Most High to all that fulfill His commandments, His praise endures forever. Blessed be your high and holy name, Father, forever. Dear Father, as we close out this portion, this spiritual portion of the Shabbat day, Father, continue to bless those that are on the line, Father, Continue to bestow your loving kindness upon your people, Father, upon your people that are gravitating towards your light, Father. Continue to use us as a tool, Father, because this is what we were created for, Father. This is what you created us to be, Father, tools for the nations, a light for the people that are in darkness, Father to bring them out of their darkness and into your light, Father. Continue to send your guardian angels around round about those, even from the north, south, east, and to the west, Father. Continue to protect our minds and keep us away from evil, Father. Continue to protect those that are ailing, Father, from different various sicknesses and bring them out, Father. Continue to remove the scales from our eyes, Father, and to open up our ears, Father, so that we can see and hear spiritual things, Father. Continue to remove the carnal-minded 
the carnal mind from amongst us, Father, and bring us back to the spiritual side. Those days of Adam, Father, Isaac, Jacob, Noah, and so on and so forth, continue to bring us back to those times, Father. All honor, praise due unto thee, O great King. Father, there's like, like you say, open up your mouth and I shall fill it. I shall fill it with my word and my word only. I thank you so much, Father, for bestowing these things upon me so that I can bring, bring it forth to the family. All honor, praise due unto thee, O great King. We love you, Father. We love you dearly. And we will continue to bring forth your word to the nations, your true word, Father. The water that we all should be drinking, Father. The pure water, Father. Not the murky water. The pure water. The light of the nations. All honor, praise due unto thee, O great King. As we end out, so be it. Hallelujah. 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 From my family to your family, we bid you a most beautiful, loving, peaceful, and restorative Shabbat. Don't forget to keep the Shabbat day holy. There are different places that you can go within your city. If you don't have it within your city, get online and find your people. All praises to the Most High. Shabbat.